0: You're listening to ABQ Central.
1: Well, to be fair.
0: To be fair. To be fair.
2: To be fair. To be fair. fair. With your hosts, Van Nunley and Fred Slow. All right, this is going to be so good. 95.9 FM, 610 The Sports Animal. The cream of the crop. And TalkABQ.com.
1: Turn it up. Turn it up.
3: Oh, say does that star-spangled. Banner, yeah, wave. Yes. Ask me how many times I heard the national anthem on Thursday. Uh, 15 times. Oh, I heard it 15 times. Exactly 15 times. Good morning, Albuquerque. My name is Fred Slow alongside me, my battery mate. You pitching or catching today, man? I could do both. (laughs) My dude. I'm versatile. My dude, a modern day Yogi Berra. Today's varsity guys who played multiple positions. Okay? All right. So today's varsity is multiple positions. Okay. Okay. That just came to me. Riley Reed called it. Who is that? What? So. <laughs> Mike Vital is on the ones and twos. Good morning, Michael Vital. Good morning. How are you guys?
0: Feel good, look good. You guys look great for you, Saturday morning. You know why? By the way,
3: Van, what is that shirt you're repping right there? What are you wearing? Oh, you don't know? What is that? The Boys? What is that?
2: Albuquerque Ardvarks. That's a fire shirt. Friend like of the show? That. Nice. What, what's did, it say down there at the bottom? Joel not give you one? Joel it's wh- because of the meme
3: wars? He shorted you a t-shirt. By towel, we're currently in social media in a meme war with the uh, Albuquerque Ardvarks, as we slided them on a spot on the show, I don't know, a week ago, two weeks ago. Uh,
2: Actually, two weeks in a row because we didn't offer him the segment this week. Yes,
3: so we've been throwing – because of the meme war. Yeah. Meme-, not- meme war is not over. We'll yeah. see how it shakes out. So find us. Everything's at TalkABQ, so that's all the social media, Facebook, Instagram, whatever, whatever, whatever.
2: Meme war mm-hmm. really didn't take off like I thought it was going to. It
3: through. did, actually. It did well, I thought. It did well for a minute. Joining us in the 10 o'clock hour today, Star TV and Radio, Father of the Year, back-to-back, multi-time, two-time, New Mexico broadcaster of the year, friend of every athletic organization in town, talented musician, humble son, strong, beautiful brother, possibly a sister. <laughs> Star of TV and radio KOB's Brandon Ortega will be joining us. If you don't know, listener, there's a Holy Trinity here. Myself, Van, and Brandon Ortega. We're actual friends in real life. We just all happen to work in sports. Yes. It's very unfortunate for your ears. We don't come on here to talk sports. We come here to talk crap on the UCLA Bruins, as Brandon Ortega is a former Bruin. So we're going to do that at at length in the 10 o'clock hour.
2: We spend aggressive amounts of time together.
3: It's unacceptable. It's suspect to a lot of individuals we bring into our lives. Me and you are attached at the hip. It's too weird.
2: But... For a threesome. Yes. And I'm always looking. We're we're together quite often. (laughs) This past Thursday, Vital, Van and
3: I and Star of TV and Radio, KB's very own Brandon Ortega, along with some of the boys in a very socially distanced, very spread out. We were in the outdoors. Followed all the rules. All the rules. And also, according to the CDC, I'm on the right track with this vaccine, boy.
2: Second shot next week.
3: Yeah. Don't text or call me. The day after, because I hear it's going to be rough. I'm taking the day off. Okay. That's hard from your strenuous schedule. <laughs> <laughs> what well, we did by Tal, and I noticed that you were dodging my calls on Thursday.
0: You called?
3: So yeah, okay. Did that's,
0: you really? No, I don't know if I did. I don't think so. I usually pick up. Do you, though?
2: Do you? Yeah, I mean, that's actually, a, that's actually, a thing you say.
0: Actually, it depends. If you text me, it's better. If uh, you call me, no.
3: Vital's a millennial. In no, a, wait, Gen Z.
0: Backward millennial.
3: The new one. Have
2: you seen the new one? Gen A? Gen A's. What is that like? If you really like Forrest Gump. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Gen A.
3: So what we did was, Vital, we sat up. This has become a tradition for your boys. We created like a how many how many multi screens did we have up? There was eight. So we set up eight screens on Van's patio and made stadium style foods and drank ice cold Fredweisers. All of them. Literally all of them. All of them. We went back to the bodega multiple times and they said, We have no more Fredweisers. <laughs> spend like buy actual beer you cannot have smarter beers (laughs) we did not have any so we watched all was it 15 15 some got canceled two got canceled 13 13 games we watched 13 games on thursday starting at 11 a.m ending at
2: 11 p.m and there was a point in the middle where we had games on all eight of those screens (laughs) and it was intense it was quite intense it was intense
0: that was, there was a major league record on opening day. Eight one run games.
2: Not that's the Saint, That's a fun fact. Not dude. the St. Louis Cardinals. Not the Houston Astros. Shoot. Vital, have you noticed the Houston Astros are on pace to go 162 and 0? Have you seen that?
0: Yeah, Bregman's on a tear.
2: <laughs> They're they all are.
0: Yeah, I They said, scored
2: eight than nine runs.
0: I said here on the show earlier in the week when we were prognosticating who would be there Good at word. the end of the year. When I said the Astros and the Yankees and the NL. It, whoa. And then the Braves and the Dodgers. I'm just saying who's going to get to the championship.
3: Those are very smart picks. Yes, except Major League Baseball is going to take the Atlanta Braves out of
2: Atlanta. We'll get to that later today. That <laughs> yeah, with the Jacksonville, Florida Braves?
3: That's not so bad.
0: The Tampa Blue Jays? <laughs>
3: Same face, new place. You got to pick one, Trevor Bauer for the Dodgers or Nolan Arenado for the Cardinals. How
0: about Bieber with the uh, Cleveland Indians? 12 strikeouts. We, got, day. we ain't
3: got no Tribe fans here, dog. We talking Rockies and no, Dodgers. No, we got lots.
0: <laughs> we got, for some reason, most of the calls that I get during the week are from Cleveland Indian fans, and no joke.
3: Here's a fun... F- this is odd. Ohio has more callers to Sports Talk Radio than any other state. Why is that? Well, I would assume... Because
2: of the quiet desperation,
0: (laughs) sun never comes out in Ohio. Uh. New Jersey is, I think, second. I saw a list like that.
3: Isn't that funny how that stuff comes from? Because you are every listener already knows how we feel about New Jersey. Sure. So I ate multiple hot dogs by towel. I watched all the baseball games. Fantasy baseball kicked off for your boys this week. I'm playing friend of the show, friend in real life, Brendan. And the last time we played in a fantasy game was last fantasy football season when I whooped him for the championship.
2: So that's an exciting thing. Happy birthday to friend of the show, Brendan. You know what people love, Fred? What's that? <laughs> I already know. Showing people pictures of your kids and talking about your fantasy baseball ah, team. Ah, ah. People just can't get enough of that.
0: In that order?
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> I really like slideshows of trips and stuff, but you're totally right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one cares about that. Final Four is set. That is tonight. Women's national championship. That is tomorrow. Is that correct? This weekend, soon. Tomorrow.
0: Yeah, tomorrow not Tomorrow in the afternoon here on six ten.
3: It'll be hard for me to break that one down. I don't have a ton of insight. I can tell you that Connecticut loses because they don't have twelve seniors like they
0: seem to every year. We good for the Pac twelve. Yeah, a huge upset last night. Arizona knocks off UConn. It was big.
2: Lady Cats put it on them, too. It wasn't even that close. Would you call it a stunner?
3: But legitimately, it was a stunner. It was,
2: like, kind of a big deal.
3: The thing with, like, UConn, though, is they'll be back in, like, five minutes.
2: Yeah, yeah, They'll be undefeated next yeah. year.
0: That's, like, the second loss in 10 years, 12 years,
3: they were saying. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even have to recruit. You know, like every saw it, like South Carolina will win one, or like
2: Baylor will sneak one in. Tennessee, obviously, used to be a thing. How long can you sustain it, though? No one sustained it as long as UConn women's basketball. I swear to God, I'll talk about Title Nine right now if you don't stop. Because <laughs> the thing they're is, very good. They're a powerhouse. It's like uh, Woodens, Woodens Bruins. No one sustained it for as long a as they have. Man. Well, the difference with Wooden in this is he had like
3: pyramid of success, right? Like, okay, cool. So John Wooden set it up in a way to where like he was bringing in like black people. Correct. Yeah. And then winning basketball games. Sure,
2: (laughs) UConn. He was very race forward.
3: UConn just puts a little amount of money into their women's program.
2: Right, and that's why it's better. Just the smallest the bit of smallest effort. effort. Just the just yeah the tiniest bit of effort.
3: Like so, t- like Title Nine's like, hey, you got to provide this thing, and all these schools do it, and it's it's not just like UConn's like, hey, we got you yeah. that and another ten percent. Correct. Welcome to the bigs. You know how much ten percent looks like whenever you're working off of zero, like that's a ton. Well, it's still zero. Well, okay, mathematically speaking, my elementary school math. <laughs> Still zero. Are right, you listening here, Ben Stein? <laughs> you go to like, you go to. I know we were talking about Tennessee. You go to Middle Tennessee State to the women's basketball team. They on like, they're on like a short bus from like when we were in grade school, like one of those yellow ones, like right. the A one from Forrest Gump. Sure,
0: peanut butter and jelly sandwiches.
3: Yeah, UConn. They give you like a sealed lunchable, and you're like, shoot,
2: we on the moon here. They gotta hunt rabbits. Yeah, that's <laughs> Middle Tennessee State. Their their women's season is actually
3: Oregon Trail. They have to stop on the way to games. That's the, all.
0: The, the woman's trainer. She uh, has bow and arrow.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's. I mean, that's what that's what they do in Tennessee, right? I'm just assuming. Hey, let's cross Tennessee off our list today. Yeah. <laughs> let's Alienate people from Tennessee now.
3: And the thing is, I don't hate Memphis proper, but there are parts of Memphis that I hate.
2: Where they don't have good barbecue. The
3: entire
0: I like Memphis, the
3: entire city is dripping in good barbecue. I
2: uh, good food. Spent there. one weekend in Memphis. It was a great, great time. I spent a week in Memphis one weekend. Ooh. So <laughs> the gray hairs are from. And
0: yeah, where the Memphis Redbirds, the AAA affiliate, That's of true. the Cardinals, yeah, it's one hundred
2: percent true. That's why you went. Hey,
0: do you like the Cardinals' new unis? I saw those.
3: I mean, are you talking about the new logo? Yeah, the logo. Yeah, not.
2: They went the retro, yeah, right? Subtle. It's the exact same, but just a smidgen different. It's a smidgen, just a smidgen different.
3: Nolan Arenado was a world beater on opening day. He's coming in hot.
2: Goldie's coming in hot.
3: It's crazy to me that you're like number one and two finishers for National League MVP are on the same team.
0: What's wrong with Major League Baseball? The NFL is quiet this weekend. They got a great opportunity, baseball, to jump on it. They only had half the games on yesterday where they had full games on opening day Thursday. I don't get it.
3: So I think traditionally not all the games are played on the second day because of, like, weather and stuff. So you can, like, sneak them back in. That's my understanding. I know they do a better job now putting them in, like, warm states. You know, like in college – like when baseball and softball starts in the spring, they play everything like in the south to start. Sure. Yeah. It's that kind of thing, I think.
2: Yeah. It snowed in Detroit, Vitale. Yeah, tell. it did snow. They need a day off after that. Oh, that's
0: great. Baseball and snow. that I
3: actually do kind of like it when that happens. That's that's like a fun rarity. Yeah. That What was the bigger surprise, that or me finding out this week that Juwan Howard coached Michigan? <laughs> what was the bigger surprise?
2: <laughs> you weren't in on that for the beginning? I How would I have known that? Well, we have a sports talk show, so...
3: Is he Jalen Rose? Because he's not Jalen Rose. He's not Chris Weber.
2: You calling him Ringo? Yes! Is Jawan Howard the Ringo of the Fab Five? He's now the AP Coach of the Year. I think that would be Jimmy King would be the Ringo. There's a There's a sixth Beatle. Jawan Howard would be... He'd be George. Who's the fifth? It's like... It's like Okay, Weber's Lennon. Jalen Rose. Jalen Rose is Paul McCartney. Jawan Howard is George. And then Jimmy King's Ringo. Did that sound right. Vital. I'm looking up real quick who's the fifth Beatle.
3: Brian Epstein is the fifth Beatle.
0: He was their manager, though.
2: Yeah, he was the manager. That's not who I'm thinking of. No, the guy Who's that- Paul
3: Apodaca? Is that somebody? Paul Apodaca. I'm, I have no idea. We'll get back from the break. Major League Baseball. We're not talking the Final Four until the 10 o'clock hour when Brandon Ortega joins us. You listen to Dave and Busters presents ABQ Central. Live from the Talk ABQ studio. Of course, powered by New Mexico Pinon Coffee. 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Animal. Trevor Bauer... Fans, 10 of them. I guess some of them could have been looking. I don't know why I said it that way. Trevor Bauer, K's 10 of them, two thirds of a no hitter in his debut yesterday.
2: Two thirds of a no hitter?
3: Like, he went through six without going up a hit.
2: Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay, I see. I see what you're doing there. It's not the way you would say it. By the way, it's Pete Best. Who's that? Pete Best. The sixth Beatle? The original drummer of the Beatles. Okay. I think that's who you're looking for, right? That's who I was looking for. Okay. Everybody knows that. <laughs> the fifth Beatle. I think, well, some, yeah,
3: sure. You know, famously it was said about Ringo. Playing the
2: best drummer in the band. Yeah. A reporter once asked Paul McCartney.
3: Oh, okay.
2: Is Ringo the best drummer in the world? And Paul McCartney responds... He's not even the best drummer in the Beatles. That's sweet. Yeah. I know we talked about it after the
3: Grammys, but Ringo puts out, like, he, like, presents an award at the Grammys, Ringo Starr. And at the end, he's like, Zoom out. Everyone's like, what are you talking about? What? And then he, the next day, has, like, a YouTube release of a song called Zoom In, Zoom Out.
2: Oh, okay. And it's like, this is... A waste of time? Yes. Okay.
3: Also, you missed Zoom
2: by a year. You yeah. should have gotten this train. Are you talking about having meetings? Yes. For your a company? What's going on here? A&R? Yeah. What is that? It's um that college in College Station, Texas. Is that what that is? Okay. You've been in Atlanta. I haven't spent significant time in Atlanta, but I have been through. I heard it's a lovely city.
3: There are some beautiful things in Atlanta. The film industry is thriving. The Coca-Cola Museum, if you boys haven't been, take the kiddos.
2: It's artists and representation, I believe. A&R. Yeah, yeah. 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 (laughs) Pretty sure that's what it means.
3: So Atlanta... Is upside down right now, because traditionally, for all the years, politically speaking, by the way, congratulations to New Mexico.
2: Cheers, guys. You finally did it.
3: I don't know if it's cheers or pass it to the left, Uh, but you finally did it. (laughs) New Mexico, this past Thursday, placing a bill on the desk of MLG. I don't know the details. You know the details on this?
2: Uh, no, not well. Let's do that next week when more information comes out. We
3: need a little bit more. We're going to bring in an expert.
2: To I believe June 18th. Is? Personal consumption is legal. Of what? And then April 1st of 2020, sales are legal. Okay. So that's a big gray area. April what of 2022? I'll tell you what. Uh, I did the downtown art walk last last night night. yeah Yeah, i walked around with a a dear lady friend of mine Okay, and um
3: like an actual lady or like a like a one an antlered lady i'm sorry what's that you said a deer oh okay yeah yeah. like a doe you i'll leave
2: it up to your imagination okay um bambi's mother is that who we're talking about and i could could have swore marijuana was legalized already okay last night (laughs) because there was some jazz cabbage in the air last night a lot of people out. They're like celebrating. Was it pre-COVID-esque again? Yeah,
3: pre-COVID numbers,
0: but people. with masks. I lived downtown. There was a ton of people, and you could smell the ganja.
2: Yeah. I
3: had, a, I had like a business meeting last night, like a dinner, like a, hey, let's get dinner and have a drink. And then as we were doing this at wherever place we were at, like some people walked in with like, like multiple canvases under their arm, and it was like a... Like from a distance, socially, like, hey, you are walking tonight? And they're like, we we survived. Uh
2: Like, there's Uh a lot of people.
3: I'm not there yet. I'm not comfortable yet with that.
2: Last night was the first time. That's like the most people I've been around since opening day last year of baseball. Yeah. (laughs) So, Atlanta,
3: the Coca Cola Museum, go. It's literally the coolest thing you'll ever go to.
2: I'm not joking. Like, I there's try it out. No hyperbole. Let's here. go to Atlanta. I'll go to Atlanta. When are the Cardinals in Atlanta? Let's go.
3: <sighs> I'd have to look. So, all of Georgia's upside down, like politically, right now. Like they've had this run for many years. Outside, I think of like one Clinton election, where super red, like sure. that. That's the way Atlanta go. And then. Stacey Abrams has an election stolen from her years ago. If you don't believe that's true, look it up a little bit more. Sure. And then she becomes the most influential thing in the country in
2: about five minutes. She's a bad B. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So with that, as things are changing, voters are turning out. Georgia has made a shift from one side politically to another. And their leadership recently, last week, passed... A law, which has been criticized by, like the
2: president, like by decent humans, yes, yeah. Uh-huh.
3: And what this is, it's a lot of voting restrictions. And I'll just give you an example, Vital. Here's an example. Um, if you are, if you are if you want to go to a polling place, which by the way, it's not like New Mexico. You can't just go to any polling place. You have a designated polling place, right? You can expect upwards, realistically, of a six seven hour wait to vote. Correct. It took me 10 minutes to vote here. In certain neighborhoods. In certain neighborhoods. Strategically placed. Yes. And these neighborhoods, these ballot boxes, if you will, are neighborhoods of high minority rates. Huh.
2: That's weird how that works.
3: How did they do that? Also, here's an example. Say a lot of individuals in neighborhoods of high minority rates, people of color. Have creative spellings to their name if your voter registration card is not the exact same as the ID that you present you cannot vote did you hear me because there's a lot of hard consonants in some of these names yes you know what i'm saying listener right there you go You can't vote hey you gotta stand in line for seven hours and you're more than 100 yards away from the voting station, which is how electioneering works. I can't provide you, single mother from this neighborhood, and the three kids that you brought with you to stand in line to vote, any Capri sons. Yeah. Because they could have been bought by Biden bucks.
2: So Major League Baseball... And I'm just giving you like, like first off, you try to spell debricashaw, cannot. I dare you,
3: cannot spell debricashaw. Yeah, is it a dash or is it a com? Is it a what is it, a semicolon in there Got or me. something?
2: I can say it out loud. I don't know how to spell it.
3: What's that little thing that goes over an n? Atelier, accenté. Yeah, I, I believe that was French for debricashaw. Sure. So Major League Baseball said, <clears throat> "quote." Age League Baseball fundamentally supports voting rights for all Americans and imposes restrictions to the ballot box.
2: Yes. Yeah. I just feel like Georgia's like kicking the tires on the three-fifths compromise again. Ugh. They're like, how can we do this, but legally this time? Quote. In 2020, Major League Baseball came the first professional sports league to
3: join the nonpartisan Civic Alliance to help build a future in which everyone participates in shaping the United States. We proudly use our platform to encourage baseball fans and communities throughout the country to perform their civic duty and actively participate in voting process. Fair access to voting continues to have our games unwavering support, and that support is taking the All-Star Game and the Draft out of Atlanta. Like that. Okay. Not the Players Association. This is not the MLB Players Association.
2: This is the MLB. Unfortunately for Atlanta and Commerce in Atlanta, I don't think Atlanta voted for this. You're talking about strip clubs. I think. yeah, Oh, yeah. They do great there. I think everywhere else in the state except for Atlanta is how this got passed. But they're punishing Atlanta. Yes. While you're sending a message to the whole state, you're kind of punishing the people who are on your side the whole time but it sends a very clear message. I think it was
3: 2014 or 15. I don't have it in front of me. I'm going to say 14 for the sake of the story. The NBA all-star game is in Charlotte. You familiar with this? I do. I remember this very clearly. The Carolinas had passed a law that was, Hey, you have to by law use a, a restroom that is of the same origin as your birth certificate. So if you're a transgender individual, if you identify as a gender that is not the gender in your birth certificate, you cannot use the restroom. Okay. So the following year, 2015, the NBA is supposed to have their all-star game in Charlotte. So in 2014, one year ahead of time, the NBA is like, we ain't doing that. Sure. you, You better figure it out down there. Lo and behold, this is not that. This is three months. The All-Star game is in July.
2: Right. And I love the Braves response. I didn't see it. The Braves organization will continue to stress the importance of equal voting opportunities, and we had hoped our city could use this event as a platform to enhance the discussion. Okay, that's just a pile of BS right there. Just a steaming pile. Where, where, Where was your outcry before the law was passed? Where was your outcry while the law was being passed? There was one. Where was your outcry afterwards? The one was Hank Aaron. Well, yeah, Hank Aaron. Hank Aaron was the one. The Braves organization. Yeah. They didn't say peep until they got the all-star game ripped from them. So now they're advocates for voting rights. So, hey, it's working so far, right? Your organization is behind it now.
3: They're going to put it in Florida, right? Pack that thing full of fans.
2: Probably. <laughs> Texas. Texas gets it again.
3: They're over here like virtue signaling. They're like, they're like, we care about the black community. We care about youth and ba- you know where there's not baseball though? In the inner city. Like let's be real honest. Sure. It's actually just a money move. This whole thing's a whole Cardi B work. <laughs> Magic Johnson came out in support. I like that Magic Johnson is on a level. To where, like, obviously he, like, parted of the Dodgers, whatever. Yeah. But, like, quote, I want to applaud and extend a thank you to MLB Commissioner Ron Manford for moving the All-Star game out of Georgia following the governor's signing of the new restrictive voting law. Way to be a leader and take a strong stance.
2: Uh, this is 2021. We should be making voting easier for people, not harder.
3: LeBron James just paw- bought into the company that owns the Red Sox? Correct. Quote, Proud to call myself a part of the MLB family today, LeBron James. <sighs> what I'm about to say is about to be a punchline, but I'm going to think about it after we come back from break. If you are like a real angry, one-sided, politic, politicking fan, yeah, you're about to run out of sports that you can support. Sure. <laughs>
2: You already hate basketball. Yes, you hate basketball. You already hate football. You hate the NFL. Boom. There goes baseball. Baseball. You hate baseball now. NASCAR yeah. surprised the hell out of you last year. Hey. So what are you gonna watch now? Lacrosse? Heads up. Not rugby. Augusta <laughs> shout out to Albuquerque Yardvarks. <laughs> Augusta has been letting
3: women and people of color play for twenty years now. You hate golf too. Yep. Daven Busters presents ABQ Central live from the talk ABQ studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. 95.9 FM AM six ten, the sports animal. Dear Michael Rappaport, I hate your stinking guts. <laughs> you are you are the slime between my toes. Kevin Durant. We'll get to that in a little while. Circling back to Major League Baseball and the controversy. I'm not gonna call it controversy.
2: Just call it the right thing to do?
3: Yep. In Atlanta. And again, listener, I already know you're going to the phone. 505-246-0610. What them boys talk about politics again? Well, because that's life. I mean, it's sports. Sports
2: is politics. Everybody want to get freedom. Everybody wants to praise private businesses. When gay people can't eat cake. (laughs) But if they take your all-star game, then it's too much. I can't believe this. I hate cancel culture. Says
3: the people who cancel everything more
2: than anyone.
3: (laughs) I can't believe they got rid of Tim Allen's TV show. Roseanne should be on three times a day on TBS. What happened with Tim
2: Allen? I didn't hear about that one.
3: Oh, yeah, like a show, and then they canceled it, and like, Fox went and got it. Oh, this is yours.
2: oh, okay. No one cares.
3: No one cared then.
2: <laughs> I didn't hear about it.
3: <sighs> Not the Players Association. I want to make sure I drive that home. Because the Players Association, by the way, best union in the country. Sure. Not even close. Very strong. I know you're listening now, meat cutter at local grocery.
2: <laughs> you're a hard second. Plumbers drive a hard bargain. Those plumbers are strong. Very strong union. Shout out to plumbers. I am a fan. Cause I hate plumbing. I'm a fan of hard working union members Same. who have like they know everything about a very skilled trade. I love that life. If I wasn't like ADHD part autistic, I would 100% pick a trade and just involve myself in it. But I'm like a, a cat watching ping pong. Yeah. So I can't really dedicate that much time.
3: You know what a weld needs? Like a really good
2: finish. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't have that kind of skill work. <laughs> <laughs> At anything. At anything. At anything, to be honest.
3: Take politics out of my sports. 43 years ago, 43 years ago, John Carlos and Tommy Smith, you listen to the show right now, this has been your whole life. If you don't know who, if you don't know who they are, look at the 68 Olympics. Is that in Mexico? Mexico city, Mexico city. In Atlanta and Georgia, let's use Georgia moving forward. You know how poorly they're going to react to this.
2: Already are,
3: yeah. Every every like Braves fan changes their Twitter handle to Rob Manfred hates baseball. Like, does he? <laughs> or maybe just loves the idea. of People. That's why I'm such a Stacey Abrams fan. Stacey Abrams is not telling you who to vote for. Stacey Abrams is giving you an opportunity to vote. Yes, exactly that. You do whatever you want with that. That's to everyone.
2: Not picking a side. Just doing the right thing. You know what side I'm picking? Major League Baseball. You know what side I'm picking? The ability for human beings to vote. Yes! Yeah, I like that side.
3: You get to vote on who plays in the All-Star game.
2: <laughs> Not in 2016, you didn't. What
3: happened then? Why? What? What? That's
2: when after the Royals won the World Series. Oh, and all 11 of them the made it. And then all 11 Royals, every <laughs> starter was the starter for the American League. And they still won.
3: And Atlanta hadn't had the All-Star Game since like 2000, 99, 2000, right around there. The last time they were relevant.
2: It's a great city, a great sports city. So they they're really feeling it. The, vit- the vitriol online is so spicy. So delicious. The Players Alliance did come out
3: in support of Major League Baseball. Quote The Player Alliance stands united in support of Major League Baseball's decision to move the 2021 All Star Game out of the state of Georgia during this pivotal time of racial turmoil and inequality. We want to make our voice heard loud and clear in opposition of the recent Georgia legislation that, no, <clears throat> that not only disproportionately disenfranchises the Black community but also paves the way for other states to pass similarly harmful laws based largely on widespread falsehoods and disinformation.
2: Boom! That's like almost exactly the truth.
3: I don't have a single problem with an like an opposing viewpoint in anything. Right. You don't want to be surrounded by yes men? No. You know what I like, man? Vanilla. I like vanilla ice cream. What kind of ice cream do you like?
2: Crap. Also vanilla. Oh, shoot. (laughs) (laughs) This is a very bad example.
3: Vitel is a chocolate guy, though, fortunately, for this example. Yeah, yeah. We go down to Jason's Deli, we can get a little mix cone. Figure it out. I would never, ever go on a campaign to eliminate chocolate ice cream from the community. Due to my passion of vanilla ice cream. Sure. Because that is asinine, that's ludicrous. Also from Atlanta,
2: <laughs> you can just buy Neapolitan and leave the strawberry like everyone else does. Because that's not real strawberry when it's mixed in with Neapolitan. No, it's absolutely not. That's some kind of trash flavor. In the in the Midwest part of the
3: country I grew up in, we call that a fruit regular strawberry, <laughs> <laughs> and it's on the food
0: pyramid. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Vitalist part, they put grapes and Jello, and they're like, "This is
0: good for you."
2: What cream it,
0: w- on top, it's Wisconsin, then sure. yogurt. Dude.
2: Smart. Strawberry ice cream is delicious, if you haven't had it. Like real strawberry ice cream. It's delicious. But yeah. whatever whatever they put, whatever the third flavor in Neapolitan ice cream is, that is just garbage. That's like frozen hot dog water. It's not whatever strawberry ice cream is supposed to be. That's not it.
3: The strawberry ice cream and... Like Neapolitan ice cream is the Lacroix of strawberry ice cream for sure.
2: Yeah, yes, it is.
3: It's it's if you made ice cream next to a place where strawberries were grown, and you wanted the whiff of strawberry smell tearing through the factory window into the strawberry ice cream.
2: La Croix just makes me want a gin and tonic. Why did you say it that way? <laughs> what? How did you say it? Well, I'm from the south, and we speak French down there. It's I was a- I was raised by a, a Creole woman. So I learned French.
3: There's a weird amount of truth to the sentence. It's all
2: 100% true. Yeah, yeah.
3: LaCroix or LaCroix?
2: LaCroix. La Croix. I feel like the way I'm saying it is more correct. You could say it like that. That's very, It's a, the Anglo pronunciation.
0: They're both right.
2: Yeah, they're both right. This is America. Be who you want. I love that. Just give people the right to vote.
3: <laughs> <laughs> this morning at 7 a.m., a tweet from a guy you may have heard of. At Barack Obama. Congratulations to MLB for taking a stand on behalf of voting rights for all citizens. There's no better way for America's pastime to honor the great Hank Aaron, who always led by example. Solid. They're doing Hank Aaron Day this year. I don't know if you saw that. They're doing it every year, I guess, moving forward. July 13th is going to be Hank Aaron Day moving forward, which they're still going to do.
2: I don't know if you saw the opening day Braves jersey. But they had this aggressively large patch on the shoulder that said, home of the 2021 All-Star Game. Mm. It's not going to be on those jerseys anymore, Vital. That aged like what Neapolitan ice cream. Is Instead of uh, having the All-Star Game on the sleeve, should put a tribute to Hank Aaron on the sleeve.
0: And you're home for the Neapolitan.
2: <laughs> okay. Neapolitan day at Turner Field.
3: That's the Met if the Mets rebranded one day in a Neapolitan jersey that was So smart. I know I'm 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 literally printing
2: money major league baseball. So they became the New York Neapolitans. Neapolitans. Instead of Metropolitans. Correct. If you didn't catch that joke.
3: And then the the jersey became and I'm talking hard line, like like vanilla pink chalky boy.
2: Be great. I literally have goosebumps with When's, the amount of money. You, you do, you literally do. Yeah. When is National Neapolitan Ice Cream Day? I'm going to look this up. I Please bet look it exists. I bet it exists.
3: Also, look up what today is nationally because I think that's fun to do sometimes. Okay. Let's grab a break. When we get packed. There's a bow on that. But we haven't really wasted any time talking food yet, so more ice cream talk. Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central, live from the Talk ABQ studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Okay, Van.
2: So Neapolitan ice cream was modeled after the Italian delicacy Spumoni.
0: Which I never liked. My grandparents came from Italy and they had in their a restaurant, an Italian restaurant. It
2: was, it, it's, it's Say it again? It's Spumoni.
0: From
3: that I, movie Ridgemont Ridge Mount Times.
0: <laughs> now, pistachio ice cream is big.
2: It's a very good spaconi reference. Do
0: you guys like pistachio ice cream? That's Love it. That's huge in it. What is
2: it? Love it. Pistachio. Like, yeah. hold up. Like those commercials? Here, here I, I guarantee you I know why you didn't like Spumoni when you were a kid. Because there's pistachios- and like these little gummy chunks in it, yeah, for no reason so whatsoever. I was like, what? Why? Why? Why do They're you They're like little
0: you... Italian candies, if I remember.
2: So naturally, America anglicized spumoni ice cream, watered it down, and made it basic. So spumoni is now Neapolitan ice cream. This
3: is one of the worst cases of white pink brown
2: washing that i've ever seen yes it is it actually is so um august 21st is we're gonna call it neapolitan ice cream day but it's national spumoni day so get your spoons out august 21st a lot of my friends and call- eat the white and the black leave leave the pink
3: yeah leave the pink i always say <laughs> i don't that. know what's in the pink leave it's the pink been yeah a, don't yeah. mess with the pink so, I, you know I wear board shorts during the summer. I'm like, when I'm... Are, when you, I'm,
2: are you not now?
3: I'm wearing athletic shorts right now. I but, knew
2: the, the weather turned. Yes. So, I just assumed you're in board shorts Correct. for the next six months. So, what happens is, Vital,
3: my calf becomes very tan and brown. And then there's a small slither above Farmer's my... tan. Yes. Above my knee to my mid-thigh that becomes pink
2: yeah. from the sun. I see where this is going. And then like there,
3: my thigh up into... Like my groinal area, it's connected to your. Thank you, is pasty white. So my leg actually is Neapolitan,
2: right? All summer long. Well, no. Also, you have nuts, so that makes it Spumoni. It's Spumoni. Yeah, it's Spumoni.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so that's why we make the big bucks here. When is National Spumoni Day? That'd be August twenty first. I put it on the calendar, Vital. Can't wait. Is that a Saturday? Can't wait. We need you do, Bart Star to Spumoni? <laughs> All right. So what did we say, August twenty first is a Saturday. So we're gonna do a, a big celebration that day. Put it in the calendar. We're gonna get a lot, a lot of friends of the show. Table of Spumoni.
2: I don't. Can you see that? I just pulled my phone. Yes. Out? You know what I'm doing right now. You're setting a reminder. Setting a calendar. reminder for August 24th.
3: Well, set it for the sixteenth. That way we can build that week. No, set it for the fourteenth so we can hype it.
2: Okay. So ooh. National Spumoni Day yeah. falls on a Saturday I this ju- year. I
3: literally just said that as you were pulling your phone out.
2: Oh, really? Yeah, so you missed that part. Oh. so I rarely listen to you. So
3: <laughs> who's the guy? Who's the soda guy? The Pop Fizz? Is that the guy in town? We'll get him. Yeah. Who else does ice cream in town?
2: Um, there's got to be an Italian place somewhere, there right? There has to be. That does Spumoni. The Mexican ice cream place over... Fizz is phenomenal. Yeah, Pop there's Fizz a, is a, there's phenomenal.
0: There's an Italian ice place on Montgomery just east of 1-2-1. whatever
3: it is they're about to be on the show in several months
0: you could bring anybody in that does the spumoni it's not that hard okay well
2: first of all it's not that hard well, i love <laughs> your attitude make.
0: yeah uh, if you're a real ice cream shop you make it on your own
3: what is the name of the little mexican ice cream shop over by the united office on pop, Central? pop fizz that's not the name pop. of that place is it? I thought it was. No, this is like a brick and mortar place. It's oh, like, the
2: yeah. one by the United Office.
3: Yeah, by the United Office. It's tremendous.
2: Uh, it's like it's a, block a taco place. Yes. It's very good. It's
3: very good. We'll get them. What's it I'm going to find their name after the break, but I'm going to reach out to them, and I'm going to say- It's L something? Yeah. I'm going to say, do you guys want to come on the show and talk Neapolitan ice cream? And they're going to say K or S. <laughs> yeah. So In yeah. between 8 and
2: 11. <laughs> yeah.
3: It's, every Saturday. In the spirit of National Spumoni Day, which is Neapolitan ice cream, uh, here's what today
2: is, fellas. I'm so excited to forget about this conversation <laughs> and then have National Spumoni Day pop up on my calendar. Well, you know how it
3: is, Vitalik. <laughs> in four months? So we go out in the wild, right? And we'll run into fans, and they'll be like, hey, do you remember when you guys like talked about this? That really, that was a knee slapper. And we'll be like, no. No, not... No, we don't remember. What's
2: whatsoever, I do not remember.
3: That will happen with this Spumoni thing. Now, like." Within a month ago, somebody asked me about my stolen bike.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> I literally forgot about that, too. It's, it's been 18 guy, months. The
3: guy who took
2: it, he wanted to make sure if you got a new one. Today
3: is National Love Our Children Day. Well, you know what? Forget That should be every day.
2: Yeah. So you take that. All right. So that's stupid. What's the other one? There's there's like 12. There's every a day. bunch. There's 12 every day. Today is
3: also National Chocolate Moose Day.
2: Really? Yeah. That's so just like a, like a dark brown moose.
3: I believe I believe it's a. It's either
2: Rocky or Bullwinkle. I'm not that familiar with the hey, show. Rocky. A lot of people <laughs> think that chocolate milk comes from brown cows. Is it a lot or is it some? So chocolate moose comes from dark brown. It
0: should be celebrated moose right after Valentine's Day. Chocolate moose day.
2: Van's wardrobe is going to celebrate this. Okay, it's
3: national jorts. <laughs> jorts day. It's national tweed.
2: Day. Oh, uh, I don't do a lot of tweed, man. Should I should?
3: Well, with the new laws in New Mexico, more, more of a linen guy. With the new legislation in New Mexico, man, you can tweed every day if you
2: like. Hey, uh, wear tweed every day.
0: You can grow four <laughs> plants
3: too in your own home. <laughs> also, today is National Find a Rainbow Day. Really? So that's just a sentence. Okay.
0: <laughs> Take. Take that, Saint Patty's Day. Uh, then I would go to an ice cream store and say, "Hey, can I buy? Can I have a couple scoops of that yes. rainbow?" Very nice. Um, oh, this
3: is nice here. This is a nice one. You got a good one. Yeah, this is uh, this is obviously in celebration of Star Wars. Today is National Film Score Day. Ooh, so that's a
2: good one. I think. Shout out yeah, to John Williams. Is, yeah.
3: Uh National Handmade Day.
2: Handmade. Yes. Like the tail?
3: I think that's whenever you get uh, plaster and you put your hand in it, let it harden, fill it with a silicone, and then uh, you display your own hand uh, on the TV stand doing the two sweet signal. That's what I believe that is.
2: That's a very elaborate setup, just so you can talk about another niche wrestling reference. Yes, gotcha. Okay. Uh, Well well done. Today is also World Party Day. Okay, I'm in. Yeah. (laughs) All right, what number is this? That's easy. Oh, you don't say, world! All right, I'm th- taking a nap after this, and uh, we're celebrating this day.
0: And it
3: <laughs> it only gets one better with the final. What today is? Okay, National Play Outside Day. Oh,
2: I'm into uh, both those last two. Yeah. Not.
3: So playing outdoors is a freeing activity. It frees us from routines and closed spaces and frames of mind. The outdoors fills us with energy. Whether it's fresh air, sunshine, or physical activity, we perk up and become motivated
2: to accomplish things. Sweet. And vitamin D. Vitamin D,
0: yep.
3: <laughs> also, it's how I start my Neapolitan. So you got to be outside for that. Yeah,
2: you don't eat Neapolitan indoors like some maniac.
3: We've been working out indoors at the Y if I tell. But as soon as I can, because it's not quite there yet in the morning. Because we're morning boys, I can't quite like do like a jog yet because it's too chillers. Outside. Outside.
2: But, but it's, on the wonderful treadmills at the Y. Yes, then you absolutely can. You can nail it. And also, there's
3: like a, I don't know if it's barometric pressure or what, but there's a weird, as soon as the sun comes up here, it gets like 20 degrees cooler for like an hour.
0: I like to in Vegas, too. It's the west.
3: It like pushes the cold air from the mountain down. This is real. I'm not making this up.
2: Good first hour. Thanks, Steve Stucker. Go fish it's the local weather man thank you okay
3: dave and busters presents abq central live from the talk abq studio powered by new mexico pinon coffee 95.9 fm am 610 the sports animal
0: the following show is a paid commercial advertisement the views expressed do not reflect those of this station its ownership or management
4: Listening to ABQ Central. Well, to be fair, to be fair, to
2: be fair, to be fair, to be fair. To be fair. with your hosts, Van Nunley and Fred Slow.
1: Jeez,
2: all right, this is gonna be so good. Cool. 95.9 FM, 610, the sports animal, the cream of the crop, and talkabq.com.
1: Turn it up! Turn it up!
3: We were finalizing a guest this morning. We have him lined up at nine thirty. Eric Shane will join us, chiropractor here in town, 2003 La Cueva grad, not sure if you're from knowing, not sure if you're knowing, but he's the uh, personal chiropractor for um, my absolute favorite baseball player who's never seen a fly ball, it's not a can of corn, (laughs) Dexter Fowler. Very
2: good athlete.
3: So Eric Shane will be joining us to talk about uh, chiropractic care, he'll be joining us to talk about his involvement with Major League Baseball, and um, I don't know, I'm going to try to sweet talk him into... Doing some sort of live stream adjustment on me where I can overreact. Sweet. So yeah, I'm in. There's nothing I enjoy more than like. Also, he's going golfing with us on Wednesday. Okay. Yeah. And I'm so I'm am I still number five in that foursome? Well, we got two tee times, so we're gonna have an eightsome. deal. I'm only playing the odd holes if I'm the fifth one. So smart. Yeah, we'll just yeah little in and outy. So Eric Shane will join us at 9:30. Excited to have him on. I like local, I like people from the community that make like national impacts, but yeah. still like keep it like isolated, not isolated, but like directed at the community. Yeah. So,
2: um, And since he went part-time with Dexter Fowler, mm-hmm. he's doing some really cool stuff in the community. Really excited to hear about yeah, that.
3: Yeah, we're going to have a lot of fun. 505-246-0610. Um, call and tell me why Kevin Durant is super soft.
2: <laughs> he's the softest tin ply Little baby on the earth. <sighs> so, if having a ghost Twitter to pat yourself on the back online wasn't enough, how about you get your little feelers hurt by the loudest, most outspoken New Yorker there is? Yeah. Michael Rappaport.
3: There's one guy you don't pitter patter with Michael Rappaport. Yes. He's a professional. Comedian.
2: He's loud and funny. And he gets paid to do it.
3: And Kevin Durant... That's who you don't pick a fight with.
2: The loud, funny guy.
3: Correct. Kevin Durant is spare parts. Compared to Michael Rappaport.
2: In every element of being a human. Except for basketball. Except for basketball. (laughs) If you take out the basketball part. And also...
3: I've watched Michael Rappaport play basketball like those celebrity things. He's entertaining. He's entertaining.
2: There's a reason he's a fan. Yeah. Yeah.
3: He's not a sniper out there like old Kevin Durant.
2: He could post up. Now, that account where he
0: said those despicable things was hidden, right? It was a hidden account. And Rappaport brought it out.
2: No, I believe that was over text. No, no, no. DMs. Those DMs? Yeah. So let me, I'll paint the story. I'll paint the story real quick. If you haven't heard this already.
3: So Kevin Durant, super soft Kevin Durant, who I wouldn't even invite to the like fanciest tea party because he's too soft for it. (laughs) He, I guess apparently hit him like, was like, Hey, Michael Rappaport, come see like a Nets game. I'll get you some tickets. It'd be a thing. And then the tickets he gets, Ma- Michael Rappaport, are like twentieth row. And Michael Rappaport's like, "Dog, I got like got airfare out here. I got a hotel. I grabbed an Uber. Like, I'm not trying to say I'm Michael Rappaport, but you're gonna put me on the twentieth row. Like, we, we're not talking courtside. We're talking twentieth row. So, anyways, they had a falling out. Okay, that's fine. People can have falling outs. But then, like Chuck, and like Kenny, and like Shaq. Or like, like, hey, like Kevin Durant's pretty soft.
2: <laughs> Human down pillow, Kevin Durant.
3: <laughs> Kevin Durant is whenever you squeeze a gummy bear and it goes back to its shape. <laughs> so, Michael Rapport goes on Twitter and is like, hey, wait, like you ain't up there with Mayweather. Why are you ducking so much, Durant? Whatever he said, I don't know what he said. But he's... Kevin Durant's like sending him all these DMs and he's like, he's like attacking him
2: for being, uh, he's has been, well, instance, he's just being insanely racist is what he's doing. Racist and bigotist and bigotist. And all he's doing is just talking in a mirror how soft he is. That's exactly what he's doing. There's a projection here. Uh, you beat me to it. I was going to say he's just projecting. Oh, you go ahead. Take No, it's it. okay. No, go back he's to He's projecting. That. I want you to have it. He's projecting. He's projecting. He's <laughs> projecting. And if you didn't read the
3: tweets, go find them. It takes about 10
2: seconds to find them. Man, I'd be scared to
3: read them. So I'm going to read right now. I'm going to read the quote from the tweet, but then I'm not going to read the tweets. But we're going to, all right, I'll be, when we go to the tweets, I'll be Michael Rappaport and you be Kevin Durant. And we're going to put them, do you have them up in front of you? We're going to put them into our own verbiage. But here's the tweet from Michael Rappaport. I I can't do it. (laughs) I'm going to mess it up and we're going to get fined. My, Michael Rappers says, quote, I receive threats and disgusting messages daily, all caps, but never in my wildest dreams did I think that Kevin Durant,
2: Kevin Durant. would be among them. The Slim the, Reaper. <laughs> I, what? Kevin Durant's nickname? The, yeah. the Slim Reaper? No, it's not. It is. It, you're lying.
3: Nope. It is. It's his real one. His nickname is the name I gave my wrestling character when I was a child. <laughs> He gave himself that nickname, by the way. He had to have. Okay. Yeah. No one looks at you and calls you the Slim Reaper. Quote, the, the Slim Reaper himself is now threatening me, bringing up my wife, and wants to fight. Supposed to be America's sweetheart, right? So, Michael Rapaport <laughs> posts these DMs, and they're like, at Christmas, Vital. It's like Christmas Eve. Kevin Durant's like, I'm, gonna get, I'm just going to paraphrase, but, guys, it's a lot worse than the words I'm using. Kevin Durant, you suck. He did not say suck. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so Michael Rapport's like, "Uh, just do the expletive interview, and if you're upset about something they said, just say something. You soft. <laughs> Quote, up there looking like you were going to cry.
2: <laughs> Which is, that's the only good one he had. Yeah. That one's pretty good.
3: So then, uh, so anyway, so Kevin Durant's like, hey, you know, you know Charles Barkley's your daddy. Uh, he goes on, to like, hey, meet me at a gas station. Meet me at 17th tomorrow at 10 a.m. I'll fight you. Better yet, I'll drop you a pin. You're going to catch a, st-. like, just like, this is, okay. Do You remember in junior high school when you're like, what's the thing I can say that's really going to hurt his feelings? That's what Kevin Durant says. Vital. Vital. He doesn't write out the word you. He just uses the letter you. And that's the biggest atrocity to me. <laughs> I heard it all before. You blank. Chuck doesn't need you as security. You blank, 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 B word. <laughs> like what?
2: Yeah. It's bad.
3: Kevin, like we need to talk about mental health real quick. Kevin Durant needs it. He needs help. Did you see his apology? Did you see like his press conference? He was like,
2: Sorry, sorry, that came out <laughs> like sorry what? it came out yeah okay. uh,
0: it was real self serving it was horrible apology why why give an apology if it's so self serving
2: could you suck as good as he is at the game of basketball, he is quite poor at this game. yes, he's very bad at this game. you ever see
3: like you're going to see, like, a stand-up comedian, and there's, like, a heckler in the crowd. Who usually
2: wins? <laughs> the f- comedians undefeated in the history of the world. I'm not the funniest guy on the planet, Fred. You know this firsthand. But I'm not bad. I'm a six. Yeah, you're, yeah. I'm a solid six.
3: Well, on a weekend, you're an aggressive five because everyone else is trying harder. But yes, yeah, yeah, f- yeah, you're an
2: aggressive five. You're a lazy six. Because whenever someone quips at me or tries to talk smack... This, this little wry smile arises on my face. You don't know what you're dealing with.
3: Yeah, Texas size ten four guy. Yeah, like, of course.
2: And Michael Rapport is like, you called me what? <laughs> Do you know who I am? I'm a loud, outspoken New Yorker. I get paid to be this guy, and you're gonna mess with this guy? Don't heckle a comedian. Don't talk crap to a loud New Yorker. It's a playbook. You're welcome. To be fair. To be fair. Uh,
0: to be fair.
3: Michael Rappaport did sue Barstool Sports. I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> He's like, Pornoy keeps making fun of me.
2: <laughs> Rappaport's Instagram is hilarious. Yes, his rants. He's brilliant.
3: Yeah, he does voiceovers Vital on like internet videos. So it'll be like a squirrel running in the yard, and he does like he does like the He's internal crazy. thought. Never have I been like, oh, you know what, like that that hard-edged New York comedian, I think I'm going to take him on via written word. You know what happens if you, if you match with me on the dating app, right, you match with me on the dating app, I'm the smoothest guy in the world because I have so much time to think about responses. <laughs> That's what this is with Michael Rapport. This is not a tennis match. So then he just puts it out there. He's like, forget it.
0: Yeah, I it's, love it. It's, a, it's ugly by KD. I'm, he's so soft. think of him different now.
3: No, yeah. I've always thought of him as soft.
2: Even before fake Twitter? No, that's when it started. That's when it started. Yeah. Because I didn't know, you know.
3: I did years ago see like a article or a whatever, a, a tidbit, where Kevin Durant, who's seven foot tall, tells people he's 6'11". Because he feels like it intimidates people. No one cares. I was trying to come up with what movies Michael Rappaport's been in.
2: Every Spike Lee joint. Has he? Yeah. Him and Spike are homies.
3: I think he did an episode of The Simpsons. Outside of that, I don't really know. <laughs> justified what is that that's a tv show i've never heard of that
2: yep. on, justified a- was pretty good
3: okay so it looks here like his most established long-running role he did 65 episodes of a tv series called pound puppies <laughs> <laughs> he did multiple voices um and apparently maybe won an award for an episode called lord of the fleas excellent when we get back from break, and by the way, we're only 15 short minutes away from Eric Shane, in a Lord of the Fly style way, we're going to determine who will eat who first, me, Van, or Vital.
2: Kevin Durant needs to get off Twitter, man.
5: It's
2: embarrassing. It's embarrassing what he's doing to himself, man. You remember when he
3: left that team that lost to that team to join the team, to beat that team, to try to win with that team because yeah. the team he was
2: on wasn't a good enough team? He needs a good, uh, he needs a good, uh, super team of people to control his Twitter. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I have like mentally speaking, I'm fragile, right? You know me well. Sure. I am not so very fragile to where I create faux Twitter accounts. Okay, say there's a radio show in town better than ours, which obviously there's not. There's not. It's not even close. It's not even close. Yeah. I would never quit our show to go to that show to then be on the number one show. To get an award. <laughs> New Mexico broadcast sidekick of the year, Fred Slow. No. Kevin Dur- Okay. Last one.
2: Well, to be fair. To be fair. To be, be fair. Far. I mean, that's what Brandon Ortega is doing today, right? He's, yeah. he's slumming it with he's, us he to he look does. better? Yeah. <laughs> we got Brandon Ortega the whole 10 o'clock hour today, y'all.
3: 15 short minutes from Eric Shane, 45 short minutes from Brandon Ortega. Dave Busters presents ABQ Central Live. He was on something called Boston Public. I've never heard of that. Live from the talk ABQ studio. Powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. 95.9 FM, AM, 610, D Sports Animal. We're celebrating. Today
2: Let's just smash the two together. National party outside day. I love that. Cuz that's what I need is an excuse to do what I was already going to do vital. So
3: As I was skimming through this news article here, okay. I forgot I left up the what day is today a national day calendar, correct? Mm-hmm. There's more? There's more.
2: Oh, great.
3: So today we already identified was national go outside and play day.
2: Sure. Now if I'm going to do now. Do
0: you know what tomorrow is nationally? <sighs> a tree day or something like that or Earth Day.
2: Okay,
3: well, you two idiots, it's <laughs> Easter. Tomorrow is Easter.
2: Okay. <laughs> you two dummies. Well, I thought this was a national something day. Well, Not what holiday is it? That's a different game.
0: You, that's, that's different. That's different what I game. meant. Yeah. You well, verbally
2: assault me and change the rules of the game. You talking about the game? we're talking about Easter? <laughs> Not the game. You talking about Easter, man? I'm talking about Easter. Ain't talking about Easter. We talking about National Fly Fishing Day, man. So even though tomorrow is it National Fly Fishing Day, I, I'm about, that was, to, that was about my, to get
3: you. That's my guess. So even though tomorrow is Easter, Easter's yeah, Easter. Which I don't know if you know, but a lot of people celebrate that. But now it's a l- deal. yeah. But now for the first time in like the history of the country, there are more people not celebrating it than are. This year, I don't know if you saw that. Ooh, I did not see that. Yeah, so atheism is raised to now the majority of the population.
2: Oh my goodness! Isn't that crazy?
3: That's crazy to think about, right?
2: Yeah, that's bonkers. Didn't think that would happen in my lifetime. Well, it did. Some liberal universities—that's what it is, Fred.
3: So the Varsity of Tomorrow Days, because Easter is obviously the var- the JV of Tomorrow Days. It's also tomorrow National Chicken Cordon Bleu
2: Day okay they're reaching there yeah
3: could have could have picked a better one national school
2: librarian day okay that's cool is it why is that on a sunday though why that's what i'm saying well and to be fair the date or is it the first the first sunday in april or is it every april 4th
3: are you talking about easter or national school librarian
2: day national school librarian day
0: be a weekday don't you think
2: yeah. Should. Should be a weekday. Well, and I mean, and. Should be like a movie and popcorn Friday, is what it should be. Well, except it should be a Monday and you have a late fee. <laughs> okay. So.
3: Also, tomorrow is National Walk Around Things Day. I'm
2: sorry, it's what? Yes. So this is the opposite of The Floor is Lava. So this is. <laughs> Walk Around Things Day? Yes. Okay. All right. Jeep 4x4 day. I can get behind
3: that. Yeah, that one's good. Because how else are you going to go look for Easter eggs? Geo Catching Dog. Yeah. National mm-hmm. Education and Sharing Day.
2: I think that or librarian, pick one.
3: Now, help me if I'm mispronouncing this. Geologist. Sounded correct. Okay, day. I can't read
2: your screen, but I'm assuming it's correct.
3: Um, this one is interesting because I really like the song Graduation. Tomorrow is National Vitamin C Day. Okay, that's important. See what I did there, especially in COVID times. Also, and this one is for you and I saved it to last. Uh. National Hug a
2: Newsperson Day. Get out. Yes. All right. Watch out, starve TV and radio. You getting some hugs, buddy. Tomorrow. <laughs> you can celebrate it on the eve. Hug a Newsperson Day Eve. Well, and you just claim that. You say it's National Hug a Newsperson Day Eve. Yeah. Or when he walks in, I'm going to say it's it's national makeout with a guy named Brandon Day. I'm hanging out with a friend <laughs> of the show the other day, uh, Jared Hart. Are you familiar with he? Oh, great dude. Yeah, good dude. The best. Top the, shelf. The best. And he, a- A1.
3: He says to me in conversation, he says to me, what do you call the day before Halloween? I'm like, H- Halloween Eve? He's like, well, Halloween is hollow- Hallows Eve. Mm. He says, so
2: what do you call the day before Halloween? I had no answer. October 30th, perhaps you just call it what day it actually is. I think
3: usually it's like game six or game seven of the world series. That's what I call it. So like, that's like my,
2: Oh God, I'm so happy. Baseball's back.
3: I'm going to watch baseball every single day until Halloween. So what was the answer?
2: I I don't know the answer. (laughs) He never gave you his answer. Well, you know how he do. He just wanted to, uh, he just wanted to mess with you. You know how he did. Oh, classic Jared mess around. That's a classic Jared mess around.
3: (laughs) Fantasy baseball kicked off, excuse me, started this week. I love how excited people get for fantasy baseball for like the first two weeks of the season.
2: I'm excited all year. I love it so much. Yeah, you're the one guy. I'm the one guy, as I often am. I'm like,
3: I'm over here looking for like sleeper, like rookie, like Boston Red Sox first baseman's. And I'm like, okay. Like I, I found the one, guys, but I can't tell anyone yet.
2: Uh I can't I, be like I see. yeah. I got Brandon Nemo in the last round. I th- I felt like a a god.
3: Like a like a G-O-D, yeah. GOD. And you didn't know
2: tomorrow was Easter? Easter's.
3: I don't know, guys. I'm really liking this Bobby Dalbeck. I think uh, I think he's got a real shot at the uh Rookie of the Year uh, opportunity there. Now, uh, yeah, he's going to start the season batting seventh, but uh, he's, he's got an opportunity to move in the top half of the lineup. I'm like, I can't, like, go walk up to someone and have that conversation.
2: Me. <laughs> <laughs> I, literally me.
3: Hey, Van, in your power rankings, where do you have uh, up-and-coming uh, Boston Red Sox first baseman Bobby Dalbick?
2: Well, I think he's a big upside guy, Fred. Yeah. Just like you said, you know, he's starting off at the bottom of the lineup, but I got a feeling that he's going to hit for average, put the ball in play a lot, and work his way up. Ceilings he a lot. Does- are- he doesn't have, like, uh, top-tier power, but he hits the ball hard. He hits a lot of line drives. Should get more doubles than home runs, but uh, I like the kid this year. I like him.
3: And, you know, if it wasn't, like, a 60-game shortened season last year, he definitely would have came up in September, and he got, a, he got a little taste of the major league level at that time. And uh, would he have played every day? No. But would he have come off the bench and gave that spark that that team needed in their playoff run? Absolutely, guy. And you're like, thank you.
2: I mean, with the Red Sox not contending this year, you know, he's got a chance for everyday playing time. Really, he doesn't have any veterans to fight this year, so. With the Red Sox on the downswing, he's going to see a lot of ABs, and I think he's going to do a lot with them, Fred.
3: And, you know, the Band-Aid just recently came off with the Mookie Betts, like, vacating for the Dodgers. So once that talk really settles down, I believe it's going to
2: rise from the basement that is Bobby Dalbeck. Yeah, I mean, Red Sox Nation, like, they're looking towards the future. This isn't their year to contend, and they're they're looking at guys like Alex Verdugo and Bobby Dalbeck to try to really— Turn the culture around in Red Sox Nation.
3: If you want a team that's up and coming and young, it's the Boston Red Sox. Let me tell you why. With this in t- with the infield of this team, you don't have to worry about pitching, rotation, outfielders, bullpen, uh, well, really even the management. And we're excited for them to finish, I don't know, in the bottom 20. Like, that's, <laughs> that's what you get. Yeah. By the way, J.D. Martinez can still play.
2: Why did you stop? I was going to do it. A- <laughs> I got another ten minutes of this, Fred. I don't you got, know.
3: You got Chris Sale returns. You got that one.
2: <laughs> I got it all.
3: Worst case scenario for the Red Sox is uh, pretty much the 2020 outcome. Really, uh, if they don't do better, it's because they only did worse, and you can't do worse than where they currently were. Bobby Dabek for the Rookie of the Year. Like, okay, I'm in on this.
2: I'm in. I'm always in.
3: And whatever you do, sit down with like someone. Like you ever, you ever like hung out with someone doing daily fantasy baseball? Sure. And they're like, not sure who he is, what position he plays, but he fit into my budget. (laughs) So I'm pulling for him.
2: (laughs) You ever do dailies? You you mess with that at all? I did a little bit. Yeah. It's, it's good. Yeah. Fantasy baseball is like, so time consuming. I don't have uh, a lot of effort left for daily stuff. I'm not trying to stump you here. This is not
3: gotcha radio. Name a single Pittsburgh pirate
2: uh hayes the third baseman okay cabrian hayes uh first baseman colin moran
3: you know where cabrian would have a hard time voting in atlanta
2: yeah yeah you're correct k-e apostrophe b-r-y-a-n right they got the shell of adam frazier on that squad too they're gonna be a very bad team they're like uh
3: the the 1899 Spiders or whatever that only won 10 games or whatever.
2: <laughs> Race to the bottom. God, they're bad. Who's baseball's Trevor Lawrence this year? Who are they trying to draft?
3: That's not a thing in baseball.
2: With their... It doesn't happen as often, but it does. You got like a Steven Strasburg or a Bryce Harper who's just overwhelmingly the number one pick. Like, it's obvious. Yeah, but those are the two. Like, Ever. Yeah. Ken Griffey Jr. was one. Ken Griffey Jr., for sure.
3: Barry Bonds was one. Like, there's just a couple guys. Josh Hamilton. He was, though. He was. The
2: hype. He was. He was the truth. He was a rookie of the year once, comeback player of the year twice.
3: (laughs) Major League Baseball has, like, some bottom feeders this year, too. Like, the Tigers, the...
2: Sorry, listener, the Rockies, the Orioles, the Pirates. Okay, I'm not going to say the Rockies have a chance of contention. The Rockies have a chance of being competitive. They just, might... just because they got rid of Arenado doesn't mean all is lost. They're not that bad. Real
3: number on the Rockies? 60 wins. That's a real number.
2: Yeah, I got them in the low 70s. I think they'll compete. They'll be under 500. It's a shame they gotta play the Dodgers and the Padres forty five times. Poor guys. They got good young talent. They will be a good team. The, the Brendan Rodgers kid. Josh, uh, Josh Fuentes. Yeah. Who's the other kid I really like? Ryan McMahon I really like. Yeah. They got CJ Cron for pennies on a dollar. He's gonna hit forty home runs. Sam Hilliard. He's gonna hit forty home runs at the major league minimum.
3: You're gonna end up in a weird place though where like Trevor Story and like like uh like Chuck Blackman are not gonna be where
2: they were. Charlie Blackman? What did I say? Uh, Chuck, whatever. Close enough. Um, yeah, they're going to lose Trevor Story. He's gone. Why would he re-sign in Denver if you don't extend him ahead of time? So they're going to get no prospects and then just lose Trevor Story to probably the Yankees.
3: And he's like a Tejada-like guy, like power-hitting shortstop guy. Power like, think- and speed.
2: And speed. Yeah. 30-30.
3: Well,
0: 30-30 Lemieux guy. wanted to stay in Denver and they... Moved him along, so I think the, the the Rockies are gonna be probably like the Tigers in a couple of years of the Pirates where they just get draft picks and
3: DJ LeMayhew, Trevor Story, Nolan Arenado.
2: Can you believe that? Can you Gone. believe that? Yeah. would be best infields in baseball if they just paid their players? You could if you could have taught Matt Holiday to play first. Mm. Yeah. Mm.
3: If you could have.
2: Mm. They tried. <laughs> yeah, they did.
3: I know we're trying to get Eric, we're gonna effort Eric Shane. So when we get back from the break, do a little interview, boy. Give you a little inside baseball, literally. Dave and Busters presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee, ninety five point nine FM, AM six ten. The Sports Animal. So yeah, Van, I think that's a good idea. It's like it's like batting cages, but for a golf course.
2: Yes. Yes. Nailed it, buddy. You should do that. You're a smart guy.
3: God, you got all these million-dollar ideas. Guy with a million-dollar touch, though, is a brand-new friend of the show, Eric Shane, personal chiropractor for Major League Baseball talent, joining us on the program to literally talk inside baseball. Good morning, Eric. How are you? I'm
5: doing well. How are you guys doing?
3: Doing well, friend. Welcome to the program. Uh, before we talk about what you've done and why it's so insanely interesting, talk about who you are and where you're from, Eric?
5: Uh, well, I'm from uh, Albuquerque here. I was born and raised and uh, played some baseball myself uh, over at La Cueva growing up. And then after high school, decided I was going to you know, go on to my professional baseball career. So went out to Southern California, and it uh, turns out I did not exactly uh, thrive at the level when they're <laughs> throwing 90-plus, and it's cutting. So um, I ended up getting into chiropractic school, did a residency in sports medicine out there, Uh, and then ended up working in Southern California for about probably five years or so. And then for the last four and a half years, been living my vicarious baseball life, uh, traveling around working with Dexter Fowler and taking care of him uh, throughout the season, off-season, and trying to keep him healthy.
3: Eric Shane of Shane Sports Medicine Chiropractic travels the country, popping backs and breaking hearts. So he joins us on the program right now. Uh, I don't know a ton about chiropractic care. I don't know what the benefits are. Uh, I, I I'm I'm oblivious to all of this. Give me the elevator speech, Eric. Like like, why is it important? and How does it help?
5: Uh, chiropractic in itself is centered around the spine itself. So the idea behind it being if the joints in the spine are moving well the nerves coming out are not going to be interfered with, which is going to allow the body to function at optimal levels. Um, And then as far as the sports medicine side of it, you get into a lot more of the soft tissue work. So using a variety of different instruments to basically make sure tissue is prepared for activity as well as recovering uh, when you're done. That way you're not missing time and you're able to bounce back uh, much more quickly uh, if you're not, taking care of yourself otherwise and that's uh then within my world uh i do a lot of like injury prevention and biomechanical work to basically identify issues that might be there that the athlete or the person may or may not be aware of so you can correct it before it goes wrong because once it goes wrong you're in put out fire mode so it's a lot easier to uh keep it at bay than it is to put it back together so,
2: Eric, I understand you're part time with Dexter Fowler now, but for years you were the full time chiropractor, just you and Dexter, one on one. What is that like, like day to day? You just are you on the airplane with the boys? You're staying at the hotel. You're you're following around with your table. What does what does that look like being a personal chiropractor to a major league athlete? Uh,
5: a little bit of uh everything you were talking about except for I contract with the individuals themselves. So I have no affiliation with any of the teams. Um, and then I will travel with them, but never on team stuff. So I get to get there uh, going commercially as opposed to with the team, but then traveling to road trips, going on those, staying at the team hotel, taking care of them before and after games, uh, and then it, it was pretty tough because my job was going to baseball games, so yeah, that that really stunk. Um, Rough, but yeah, I mean it's a it's kind of you're on call when they're not playing, so there's you, there's a level of predictability with when you may or may not need to work, but otherwise it's uh, on call, hoping that you don't get a call that something's wrong, but if you do, you got to be ready to go.
2: So to piggyback on that question, we see what it's like for you. What's what's the day-to-day like for a professional athlete? Because you got eyes on for months and months out of the year. Run us through a day in the life of an MLB player, i.e. the one you worked with, Dexter Fowler.
5: Uh, well, it always depends on what part of the season it is. And that's uh, there's three different basically phases. You've got off-season, spring training, and regular season. And so uh, Off-season is pretty much like a traditional work day, but for a professional athlete. So getting up, you're doing your workout, going to the cages, going to the field, uh, doing baseball work as well as the weight training, and kind of set up whatever program you want to do uh, depending on what the goals are. And then when you get to spring training, those days get long for them because they're at the facility at you know 7 in the morning, and they're not getting out of there until – anywhere from, depending on which part of spring training, anywhere from like 1 to 4 o'clock. And then once it gets done, we'd go out we'd start working again there and go hit up the gyms there or do the treatment after and rinse and repeat for the next six weeks. And then once you get into the season, um, the travel really kicks in. And that's one of the, I think, hardest things on the athlete as far as changing time zones, getting in and out of hotels, and in and out of planes. You've got different beds in all the places, so you're trying everything you can do to make sure that, you know, they're not going to have something flare up with those. But there again, um, you know, they, they have a night game. They get out of town. They get into a new city at 2, 3 in the morning, and then they're leaving for the field at 1 in the afternoon, and they're not getting done until uh, – 11 o'clock that night, so they turn into long days, and I kind of fit in between those times when they aren't at the field and aren't sleeping, so.
3: Before we continue to explore your craft of chiropractic and how it helps others and specifically what you do in Albuquerque, I want to explore your fandom. I want to explore your fandom of the game, okay, Eric? All right. I'm going to take you back in time. November 2nd, 2016, okay? Got it. Your... Client and friend in real life, Dexter Fowler, leads off Game 7 of the 2016 World Series with a dinger. What is that like for you?
5: Uh, goosebumps. Yeah. I can still see myself in. Yeah, I'm sitting there in the upper deck of Cleveland Stadium right now watching it go over, and just surreal. That was definitely the way, because the – before twenty sixteen he almost signed with Baltimore and uh comes back to the Cubs for one more year there in sixteen. I remember talking with him before and it was just like he came back for a reason, something good's about to happen. And then to see him lead off with that jack, I mean it was that was awesome. Couldn't have been happier for him and then as a lifelong Cub fan, it was great.
3: So was it a scenario where you were like, Hey Dexter, I'll crack your back if you crack a dinger? Was that kinda of thing? <laughs>
5: If, if it worked that well, I'd tell you, every time, absolutely.
3: Now, I know you're a fan of the show, Eric, so you know that I also love Dexter Fowler because he's a turncoat and went to my St. Louis Cardinals.
5: Exactly. Yes.
3: <laughs> um, obviously, best fans in baseball, obviously the greatest organization in baseball, 11, 11 World Championships. I, I could just run it. I could run it for you. I don't have to. Um was that when you guys made the transition? Was that was continuing in a in a full time chiropractic capacity, or was or was that when you started to move to the, the the part time? You're going to focus elsewhere.
5: Uh, no, I was full time with him for his four seasons in uh, St. Louis there. So got to know your your city out there, um, and then was with him uh, on and off. Uh, towards the end, of, well, end of fifteen, and then during sixteen, and went on full time during sixteen. So,
2: Eric, you've been transient for a few years now, but um, just this year, you rooted back down in Albuquerque, your your home city. Tell us what you're doing here in Albuquerque with the Sports Science Institute.
5: Uh, so, I'm working with Nick Spiegel over at the Field House, um, which is a facility off Paseo in Jefferson. And they've got a lot of cool stuff going on over there, as far as a weight training gym. they've got baseball cages, basketball courts uh volleyball courts uh turf fields outside fields outside um and uh we've got a chiropractic sports medicine facility within that building and doing a lot of work with the Albuquerque baseball academy kids there uh and then you know general public as well, but kind of trying to focus uh, my experience with the major league elite level athletes and bring an element of, like, injury prevention, recovery, and like I was saying earlier, kind of how do you maximize someone's ability before something goes wrong. Because if we can figure out some stuff of what they're doing that's bad, then it's going to go a long way. And especially with the kids coming out, if they can learn their bodies, their career could, you know, prolong and get to levels that otherwise it wouldn't have so it's uh that's pretty much what i I enjoy doing and that's the focus my practice while helping take care of people that you know still think they're professional athletes at 30 40 50 and go out and do way entirely too much and then go yep i'm not 20 anymore so help them out too
3: one last question before we cut you loose eric uh the, the pandemic came this time last year, and I've been working from my home office for over a year, and I feel a discomfort in my upper back and my and all these sensations I haven't necessarily felt. Can you save me, Eric? Are you the guy? If I come to you, can you put me in a place where I, where I feel uh, comfortable again?
5: I would hope so. Uh, definitely, given what you're saying, and like you said, with the pandemic, everyone transitioning to at-home stuff, you definitely started to see a lot more of kind of postural issues and so you know figuring out what does the desk setup look like uh how often are you sitting do you get up you move around uh, but that's definitely something that i'd be able to help with and take care of and at the end of the day i get to teach people how to use their bodies and how to fix themselves because i'm not going to do anything magical to change them i'm just going to get them out of their own way so they can do what they were meant to do anything we missed before we let you go eric uh, not that I know of. You know, thanks, guys, for having me on. And, you know, let me share my story a little bit and give a little insight into the world of baseball as I've seen it.
3: So this is embarrassing. My computer is frozen. Can you give the contact information, Eric? I can't seem to click on the tab.
5: <laughs> uh, no problem. So the facility's over at 4101 Paseo, uh, It's Suite 118. And office number is 505 503 Eighty-three seventy-six, and if you want to check out the website for this facility, it's at Spiegel Sport and Spine dot com.
2: Love it. Hey, thanks so much, Eric.
5: Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, guys.
2: Sweet. What a good dude. I really wanted to to poke him a little bit and get into like, tell me some crazy road stories. Oh gosh, <laughs> give me give me the the Doug the the clubhouse dirt. Yeah, what happened? Give me your craziest story. Next time. We'll have him on again sometime. I,
3: I like the crazy story angle, but I also like the, like, what's the weirdest hobby? You know, like, like Dexter Fowler, like, he goes to a new city. He just goes to, like, baseball card shops and looks for, like, Pokemon cards.
2: Yeah. You're like, that's weird. I want to know about that. Does John Lester really knit? Does he really <laughs> knit on his off days? <laughs> we are just
3: 13 short minutes away from KOB's Brandon Ortega joining us. That's going to be a lot of fun this morning. 15 minutes till then. I don't know. We'll fill it with something. NFL talk. Damn Busters presents ABQ Central Live from the Talk ABQ Studio, powered by New Mexico Pinon Coffee, 95.9 FM, AM, 610, the sports animal. Thank you to Eric Shane, personal chiropractor, formerly of Dexter Fowler. Doing some cool stuff here in town.
2: Yeah, I got to go check out that facility. Sounds awesome. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go down there. As an elite level athlete no, myself. stop describing yourself as an elite level athlete. You go to the gym with me every day. You see what I do in there. You've used the sentence, I play very competitive disc golf. <laughs> okay, I've never said that out loud. I've thought that. <laughs> <laughs> Big shout out this morning
3: to New Mexico Pinion Coffee. New Mexico Pinion Coffee partnered with us. And friends of the show, Big Brothers Big Sisters, in a campaign to wear a little at Big Brothers Big Sisters, created a branded, help me out, what's this word here? It's a cookie. Bichetti? Biscochito. Biscochito.
2: You tried really hard there, and I'm proud of it. Bo, Bo Bichetti? It's the shortstop for the Toronto Blue Jays. So, New Mexico Pinion ourselves. Or Buffalo Blue Jays or Florida Blue Jays, wherever they are. And Big Brothers Big Sisters
3: created a Biscuitito chocolate coffee with a branded Big Brothers Big Sisters logo on it. They sold it on their website for one month. In the course of that month, alongside donations from consumers and a match from New Mexico Pinion Coffee, they raised for Big Brothers Big Sisters $15,500.
2: That is amazing. In a month. Did you hear what I did completely all by myself with no help from you whatsoever? (laughs) I personally, me, myself... Single-handedly slung, raised fifteen thousand five hundred dollars for Big Brothers Big Sisters, with no help whatsoever. That's crazy, man! <laughs> God, that's amazing. Then we got cool friends. We are so very fortunate. We're so fortunate to work it, with amazing people.
3: Big Brothers Big Sisters is also doing their golf scramble and gallop this year. That's going to be uh, the early weeks of May.
2: Come see your boys.
3: Yeah, come see. You know, we're gonna we're gonna take a foursome out there. I'll
2: call Eric Shane. Yeah.
3: Let's get Eric on the squad. So we're gonna I know we got a little hotel deal set up. It's gonna be a whole little weekend out and you ever mess with Gallup? See, no I got f-
2: I got a funny story about Eric. We okay. we met on the golf course. You and Eric met on the golf course. Through a few through a mutual friend. Okay. Our first time ever hanging out was on playing golf. Oh me and you too. And so no, that's not true at okay. all whatsoever. And we're all I don't want to say average. Just just so slightly above average golfers. Yes. You're an elite average golfer. Break, break 100. Don't embarrass yourself. I was way over 100. But go out there. And I started this round with Eric for the first time. He's expecting me to be like a super average break 100 golfer. Yes. I go birdie and then three straight pars our first four holes. And he's like, who is this guy? <laughs> And I'm like, dude, this is literally the four best holes of my entire life, and you got to witness them the first second you met me.
3: And then and then you were like, take a crack at it.
2: Yeah. And then he was like, Well, I'm Dexter Fowler's personal chiropractor. <laughs> and I'm like, Okay, I'll shut up.
3: I've been to World Series games as a fan. I was just talking about the other day I'd met a I made a new friend. We were talking about going to concerts. And I was saying, uh you know, in this profession we're in, I can mostly only go to concerts, like, in a working capacity. Mm-hmm. You know, you get, like, whatever. You get, like, tickets, whatever you go. And it's, like, backstage stuff. Cool. Sure. I don't enough go to concerts as a fan anymore. Like, I miss that. I miss, like, just being, like, getting a GA ticket. And just, and I, I'm over, hey, these are champagne problems I'm talking about, by the way. Sure. Yes. But I was talking about that how like there's something really special about like being able to celebrate fandom because I feel like it's a loss to me often.
2: Yeah, I, I, I miss wearing team colors to sporting events. Yeah, because we always have pressies mm-hmm. now, and like I got to be professional and objective and neutral. I went to that United game, even the- though I'm sitting there just grinding my teeth. Yes, like, I just let's go, go. boys! God, come on! Come on! Come on, come on.
3: You and I will travel to Denver on 420, man. Yeah, we're going to Denver on <laughs> 420, man. Because yeah. the Astros are at the Colorado Rockies. Yes. We should press in, but it would be a lot better to go as fans.
2: Oh, man. I'm so conflicted.
3: Uh, so breaking records on the field and breaking records off the field as well. Uh, Tom Brady's rookie card sold for 1.32 mil. The highest ranking football card. Until yesterday, when the exact same type of card
2: (laughs) sold for 2.25 mil. Which card? I got a couple Tom Brady rookie cards. I might be a millionaire right now. Which one is it? The 2000
3: Playoff Contenders Championship Rookie Ticket Card, autographed and numbered 99 out of 100. So there's 100 of them? There's 100 of them, meaning that only 100 copies of this particular card were produced. The version that sold... In March, what's to the guy that owns Fitbit? Are you familiar with them? Sure. And All right, so cards get graded. They get graded. Vital, I see you moving, but I can't hear you. So... Oh. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm I'm watching you pantomime through the glass, and I'm like, that's my mistake. That's not for us. That's not for me. He's a busy
2: dude. He's always working. He's got other stuff to do back there.
3: And here's me acting like I know when I don't. So the so the so it was an 8 out of 10, okay,
2: or as we call them, a an L.A. 11. A van.
3: Yeah, okay.
2: <laughs> a van after three beers.
3: An Astro van. The car this old Friday was an 8.5 and, and a 9 on the autograph.
2: Okay. Call that a, a Giselle. <laughs> or she, did- she's probably a 10.
3: Autographs are different now. So there's a younger version of an autograph, and that's worth more. That's usually like a stronger one.
2: I like my gals a little sturdier than Giselle. Okay. But a lot of people think she's a 10, right? Yes. Yeah, she's like a supermodel. Yeah. That's a 10. Probably an 11, isn't it? I can't believe you just... This is Giselle. Yeah, it's Giselle.
3: We're going to break. When we get back, we're going to do a Brandon Ortega, star of KOB's everything. Dame Busters presents ABQ Central, live from the Talk ABQ studio. Pirate Man of Mexico, Pinon Coffee, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. It's the 10 o'clock hour on the program. Had a lot of fun to start start the day thus far. Entering the studio very soon. Brandon Ortega also with us. Van Denley will be returning as they effort the door as we speak exciting last two weeks of basketball specifically college basketball the tournament has been about as good as anything can possibly be and we were we were excited to talk about it because i'm a big houston mark i think the cougars are a big deal izzy gonzalez friend of the show who covers gonzaga for the mountain west has been telling me all year how Gonzaga's going to go undefeated and and they're the team to beat and all this. Forget Indiana history. But the upset of all upsets is number 11 overall, UCLA, playing Gonzaga tonight at 630. So if we were going to talk Bruins, we're going to bring in an expert. We're going to bring in a man that knows a little bit about the powder blue out there on the West Coast. So joining us now, star of TV and radio, KOB's very own Brandon Ortega. Welcome to the program, Brandon. How are Poor you? I
1: wasn't sure if the mic was on. and just kind of got in here a little late. Well, you were warned. I've been waiting at the door, so. Mm, to be fair. Mm, to be fair. Very warned.
3: Brandon, you have watched UCLA basketball for how long?
1: 1995 uh, was the last year they won the title. In nineteen 1990- ninety. I actually have my dad with me who is perfect perfect first person to ask. When did Charles O'Bannon work for you, 1992? 1991, yeah, 90, 1992.
3: 91, 92 is when you so Char- started. So
1: Charles O'Bannon, who was a sophomore on the 95 team, worked for my dad at his tuxedo shop okay. in, in Southern California. Okay. He went on to play at UCLA from Artesia High School in Southern California. So from that moment on, I was a diehard UCLA fan because we knew the O'Bannon brothers, his older brother Ed, was a senior the year that they won, and he was the top 10 pick. So I, I go way back with UCLA. I've got a poster in my garage from the 95 team, signed by the whole team. Definitely bleed the baby brew blue. Where there. did you go to college? Cal State LA. Oh,
3: okay, so you're a turncoat.
1: Uh, <laughs> didn't have the grades or the money for UCLA. <laughs> uh, that's next level right there.
3: So you have the fandom, and you believe that they're going to end Gonzaga's Cinderella story.
1: <laughs> that'd be cool. Yeah, uh, I don't think it's going to happen, but that'd be really cool because I had I didn't even have UCLA getting out of the first round. I even wasn't even sure they're going to get out of the first four. It was such you, a, you didn't they, pick, they had lost four in a row. You didn't pick going into UCLA the in your own bracket. No, for for the first time, I don't pick with my heart. Of course, they go to the Final Four for ah. the first time in what. 13 years
3: are you in love with this uh what is his name Jaquez jr is that his name the kid uh
1: jaime Jaquez. Jaquez. yeah
3: he's just like your favorite thing in the world he's awesome yes he, he
1: is. is and you know it's funny he's one of those guys that at a pickup game oh i would call not, him i'd not, call him you're not gonna expect what you know production he gets uh, he's, yeah. he, he's he's one of those guys yeah that kind of sneaks on you
2: i also saw white men can't jump for sure yeah well, and it's sure. hard, though, because like, when you're going up He's a, bi-
3: against- He's a Billy Ho. Sure. Yeah. Shooter. Right. <laughs> the problem with UCLA is they're going up against some mustache magic there mm. in Gonzaga. Mm. This is a
1: team... Do you have Adam Morrison on your screen right now? What the- do-, do you have on your screen right now? The, the-, the entire team. <laughs> you got Tim A down low. So good. You've got Kispert, best shooter in the nation. But they're deep, man. Have you been? They're to Sp- super deep. Have you been yeah. to
3: Spokane? Either of you guys? At least Never
1: been to Spokane. I've always wanted to. beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Just to see Gonzaga play. UCLA's done tonight. Probably, yeah. I'm realistic about it. I think they beat the spread, though. I think they could beat the spread. You know You've, what? I think they... What's the spread? 14 and a half. Yeah, I think they lose by double... By single digits. I think I think they can do that.
2: I think they lose by 13 and a half. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no match for Gonzaga though, cuz no one is. It's a, the
2: team is too talented. Right. You got at least 3 players, that like are as, good play as they playing in the are, NBA as,
1: as good as they are offensively. And and that's the thing UCLA has gotten to the final four with is defense. Sure. But you're not slowing down Gonzaga and then you're going to have to keep up with them. And UCLA is not that kind of team. They don't got a ton of three-point shooters. They really only have one, maybe maybe two decent three-point threats and their their bread and butter this year has been the mid-range. That's been something that UCLA has been getting a lot of attention about aside from their defense is that so a huge majority of their production on offense comes from the free throw line like that 10 to 15 foot mid-range. Range. mid-range. It's all it's all mid-range for them. Tiger Campbell being the perfect example, their point guard. Yeah. This is the little kick
3: that UCLA needs, though. Like, to be able to put, like, a Final Four banner up again for too long. It's been too long.
1: Well, they only hang national championship banners. That's what UCLA's done. So strong. That's the the strongest. Yeah, they they got 11 of them. They don't hang conference championships, uh, NCAA tournament appearances. The only banners they hang is national championships.
3: When you walk into the living room, if you're Steve Alford, when you walk into the (laughs) living room of a recruit and you say,
1: hey, we we go to Final Fours around here. You mean, well, Mick Cronin's the head coach now. Well,
3: I mean, I know the joke I made.
1: Yeah, just I'm just making sure folks out there know we're, we're not mistaken. Well, I'm, Al- Alford's with uh, Nevada now. I mean, most, most people know what show they're listening yes, to. Yes, they're familiar with <laughs> my well, work. There might, there might be some out-of-towners rolling I'm, through. I'm the not Michael. familiar with the, lo- with the Lobo history.
3: I'm the Michael Rappaport of Albuquerque Sports Talk.
1: Oh, so uh, Kevin Durant? The, well, the, the Kevin Durant of Albuquerque's this, messaging well, you? No, That's my arch nemesis. So. <laughs> What a wild story that was.
3: Brandon Ortega, star of TV and radio, KOB's very own, joining us to talk Little Nas X sneakers. Uh, You think Nike made the right move here in in blocking the sale (laughs) of Satan's sneakers. Do you think that was... I don't know what you're talking about. What are you talking about? Okay, I need you to get into pop culture.
1: (laughs) I've been busy... Drowning in local sports lately, which has been so much. Hey, fun. you are though. Everything is
2: going at once. Yeah, don't ask him about Lil Nas X. <laughs> ask him about St. Pius
1: or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sart, the Sartens. How the
3: did I tell you the first game I ever called here? I don't remember. Okay, I, it
1: was the Sartens and uh, an Albuquerque team, yeah, probably some Albuquerque. Another Albuquerque. Team. Team. It
3: was like yeah, it was like two Sandia. Yeah. So as I am calling the You're game, you are
1: like, "What's a sartan?"
3: What is a sartan? I say on air. You no, know, and also I am mispronouncing it. It's a. Good it's a- th- th- and you
1: were you were play by play announcing. I am play a by play, and didn't know what a sartan was.
3: No, I called them the Spartans for the right. first half. And, and,
1: and I gotta admit, I think I did do that within my first week, accidentally say. Yeah, because I think throw, the, a P, throw a P in there.
3: Yeah, it's a misprint. I am like, this is a misprint. These are the Spartans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was not the not the Spartans at all. So you got UCLA falling to Gonzaga. I have Houston. You boys got Houston or Um You can't.
1: Well, in my bracket, I had I have Baylor and Gonzaga. I've had that from the beginning. Oh, Getting same. The, did, Flex. Not not that, that was a hot take or anything yeah. like that. They're, they've been the two best teams, highly ranked teams uh from the get go. And uh I could yeah, definitely see that following through. Houston's really good though. I had them in the Elite Eight. I had who was the one seed? Ohio State in that who's who's uh Oh no, Illinois. I yeah. had Illinois. I had all the one seats. I had Illinois Taking the ship. I bet you did. Yeah, because yeah. of my upbringing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Fighting a lineup.
2: As big as a disaster as my bracket was, I had Gonzaga over Baylor.
1: Yeah. That's the was a smart play.
3: Yeah. yeah. That was a smart way to go. I just. I'm into Baylor, where they got two losses on the year. This Houston team, though. They're good. They're on a really? chair.
1: They've uh, had an easier path. I will say that. They had to get through Oregon State. In the Elite Eight, who's a 12 seed, who also had a, an amazing run through the Pac-12 tournament to win every game, four in a row, to beat what is now looked at as, I mean, Pac-12's gotten a lot of respect over the last two weeks that they haven't been getting in the regular season. You talking about the women's game right now? Oh yeah, all Pac-12 oh. National Championship, Arizona, Stanford, that's something, pretty nice. Something special. Hey, the Pac-12 men's and women's conferences, they're looking pretty good right now.
2: Regardless of who wins the championship, which it's Gonzaga is the obvious favorite, right? The Pac-12 should be named the MVP. Yeah, they yeah, represented man. this. Yeah. year. everybody overperformed.
1: They had one loss up to the Elite Eight.
2: That's crazy. That is crazy. I didn't, I re- re- didn't realize that. that. Yeah,
1: let alone the Pac-12.
3: Can does Baylor hold Houston under sixty? Because this will be an ugly
1: one compared to. Yeah, it's going to be a defensive battle. Yeah. Yeah, I I see that. So then they went. Because, what, UCLA held Michigan, what, to 49? Man. Yeah, I could see that kind of game. Juwan Howard's a hack. I could see. (laughs) Yeah. I would love to see Jalen Rose after the game.
2: After the. How can you comment on juan Howard's coaching skills, coaching whatsoever. Jawan
1: Howard, are you talking about?
2: Whatsoever, when you just found out he was the coach last week, I didn't know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I thought Kyle Pitts was the coach. Okay, so that's how confused I was. That's a, that's a
2: callback to last week's show, yeah, yeah. loyal listener.
3: Nice. If Houston breaks sixty, Houston beats Baylor. That's my hot take.
1: I think they're gonna have to break break about seventy to beat Baylor. That's a lot of threes. Yeah. This game like
3: they should go inside in this game. This should be like hey we go to the glass, we play real hard at the end, like our elbows are sore at the end. Mhm. But if you start shooting threes and you start missing threes, you're done. Right. I'm still I feel like Houston is going to come out on top here. Like I'm I'm taking the okay. bold okay. the bold P here.
1: I want Baylor, not just cuz I picked them, but I just want to see Baylor Gonzaga. That that's those are the two best teams in the nation. That's that would be a lot of fun to watch. As much as I'd like to see UCLA advance, Gonzaga-Baylor would be must-see TV for college basketball. Concur. Yeah, yeah. that's a, that's what's going to get people to watch.
3: Star of TV and radio, KOB's very own Brayden
1: Wait, Waco and Two- Spokane. That's what the nation wants to see. Sure. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so Gonzaga's campus is beautiful. It's insanely old. It's like older than the city, which doesn't really make any sense if athletic you think about it. They
1: updated the athletic facilities, like ba- I mean, basketball would be the big one. They'd have yeah, but the not the women's side. Nice. But yeah, the women's the women's team doesn't play at the men's arena. No, they do. They just yeah.
3: don't, they don't get equal facilities because of
1: Title IX. So right, yeah, we saw that in the NCAA tournament. Literally
3: year. everywhere all the time for the last entire existence of women's sports. It's the most unfair, unbalanced thing in the history of anything.
1: Yeah, it's it's good to see the women's teams speaking up for themselves, and we'll see if the NIL comes through next year we'll see if uh some likeness stuff starts coming in the way of uh student athletes and that's a big game changer it's on the horizon i had not given
3: that thought you're making an excellent point
1: yeah i mean they're 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 figuring out how much power they have student athletes and i'm so happy to see women's teams speaking up for themselves and getting equal facilities and just equal treatment in general because that's what they deserve
3: we only got a couple minutes here in this first one as we wrap up final four talk uh, so our championship, we believe, is Houston versus UCLA.
1: Nope. That would be great. The championship of beating the spread. Yes. Yeah. Back in the day, that would have been Hakeem Olajuwon, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That would have been cool. very cool back in the day. The, I mean,
3: yes, we could pick from many decades for what you just described. My my mother got her master. I want to
1: see Olajuwon and Abdul-Jabbar in the stands. So let's go. Let's go. Su- let's go. Houston. Very easy, anyway. sweet, but
3: socially distant. I want to see them
1: sweet. go one on one at halftime. Free, I, free throw contest.
3: So you, I scored a lot of points with the Dream Shake growing up.
1: <laughs> nice. Well, you're a foot and a half taller than everybody then. I'm surprised you didn't throw that shot into the last time we played horse. That, that should have been a go-to for you.
2: I got to go buy a new ball. You can't defend it. Okay.
3: My so ball was broken.
2: So before I was rudely interrupted, <laughs> my mother got her master's at the University of Houston nice. during Phi Slam. She's a cougar. Yeah. Nice. Well, obviously. Nice. Yeah. Literally. So she was there for Five and Jamma with Hakeem and Clyde and think, Samson. Wow. Yeah, Samson's our coach now.
1: Your mom- Did you know that Ralph Samson? Every yeah. time we talk about your mom, her coolness level always goes up. Oh, it's now, impossible and, to and get was, higher. I mean, but we've never talked about that, so. Sure. It's gone higher for me.
3: Monday night is the championship.
1: Yeah, tonight's the Final Four.
3: So tonight's the Final Four. We won't be on the air before the championship. Let's give our prediction before we go to break. Your national champion is- Zags. Zags. Okay, I got the Houston Cougars. It's, uh, I don't think it's even close. They're going to run away with it. It's uh, going to be the most fabulous story in the history of all NCAA basketball as the UCL Bruins become the 2021 national champions. Cool. I'm down I, lo- with that. I
2: love that story. I'm
1: down with it.
3: Yeah. When we get back, two time New Mexico, back to back, broadcaster of the year, like golf instructor, Brandon Ortega. He's going to tell us everything that's important locally, because I'm going to be honest with you. I just don't know. There's too much. Dave Busters presents ABQ Central Live from the Talk ABQ Studio, of course, powered by New Mexico Pinon Coffee, 95.9 FM and AM 610 D Sports Animal. I just Googled Albuquerque Sports, and the result was Brandon Ortega. How exciting for he. (laughs) Joining us live in the studio... Musical composer, Brandon Ortega. All right, Brandon.
1: It's going to be a nice little Saturday for Albuquerque.
3: The weather, I think it's going to be good out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, the sun is just shining. I don't
2: know if you listened to the show earlier, Brandon, but it's National Party Outside Day. Ooh. Cool. Which we smashed together, for National Party Day and National Go Outside Day. hmm mm. So we got a party outside later. and We started
3: on Thursday night. With our yeah. stadium-style food you in back backyard. You guys
1: always start early. Yeah. <laughs> yes. this, this week <laughs> is no exception.
3: We So a lot of people are like, thirsty Thursday. And we're like, we actually just pre the weekend. <laughs> right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> o- opening act. Not the R&B singer. The actual weekend. Nice. Yeah.
3: There are three hours every weekend where we don't partake in festivities. And they're from 8 to 11 here on 95.9 FM and AM 6. And, and
1: even that sometimes.
3: And, well... The pit when we go to bed. And full disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Do
3: you like our new disclaimer? Did you see our new disclaimer? You haven't heard it? We've been disclaimed. Yeah. So you are covering right now fall sports, spring sports, winter sports, summer sports, and lobos and the United and the Isotopes and the Ice Wolves and the Runners. And I heard whispers of a women's soccer team coming.
1: And I had to break that. That was really fun. And the aardvarks. I, aardvarks. <laughs> Rugby.
3: So break them all down. Go. So,
1: okay. So it breaks it down today. Spring football comes to a close for the Lobos. Okay. Danny Gonzalez and the bunch. Uh, today at noon at University Stadium. Mike, right here on the Sports Animal, correct? It's going to be on the radio?
3: It's on the radio, right? The broadcast, the spring game? <laughs> Does he have- yeah, it's today. <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, it's t- yeah, and it'll be on the Sports Animal. If you can't make it, you can listen.
3: All right, so it's around 96-3. Okay. Which makes go. sense. So,
1: yeah, so noon game, uh, that'll be a lot of fun. I expect there to be a decent crowd for that.
3: Now, in, uh, so far in the spring, the Lobos are undefeated.
1: They're undefeated. Okay. Uh, the offense. Still. The offense won the last scrimmage. Defense won the first two scrimmages, according okay. to Coach Gons. So you got that at noon. You've got state volleyball wrapping up across the street at the Pit. That is Centennial versus Santa Fe. Cool, cool matchup there. Top one of the uh, top two teams in Class Five A going for the Blue Trophy.
3: I believe Sebastian Noel on the call today for him. I think four. Adam.
1: Oh, It'll probably be Adam. I saw him on the sideline last week, last night. Okay, so that's the last state volleyball game. And then you've got more football. Uh, also at University Stadium, 4 o'clock, Las Cruces and Cleveland, two undefeated teams, a quasi-state championship in, in the minds of a lot of people because there's no playoffs this year for football because they have the shortened spring season. Then you've got other games going on around the state as well. But as, as far as the, in the Metro, that's the football game uh, going on at University Stadium. You also have the APS schools, Cibola, El Dorado at Community Stadium at 5, you have at Wilson, La Cueva, Volcano Vista, two perennial powers there clashing. And then you got a game at Milne. There's football from four o'clock to five o'clock. You've got about four games to choose from in the city of Albuquerque. So it's a lot of fun. And then you got basketball going already, and soccer's making their way to the state championships real soon. Um, like I said, volleyball's wrapping up, so it's it's been a lot.
3: And the United time. are in like San Jose or something? Uh, San Diego. Okay.
1: Yeah, uh, 1 p.m. kickoff for them. Okay. Yeah. Busy day.
2: Shoot. A lot going on in New Mexico. Are you sleeping at all?
1: A little bit. A little bit. Okay. Oh, yeah, Three o'clock is weird. Woke up with the, the worst bloody nose. Really? Well, is that like the weather change? Because it's getting warmer or something at night? Is,
2: has your, is your sleep fighting coming back?
3: That's a good question. Thought- are you fighting people while you're asleep?
2: Yeah, maybe. maybe. I thought the pills cured that. No more sleep fighting. Nah, for that you. was weird, man.
3: Well,
1: T- TMI on that one.
3: If you're struggling to sleep, all you have to do is wait one week for MLG to sign this bill that legalized <laughs> pot oh. marijuana's. Oh.
2: So yeah. that, Good to that's know. gonna take a year. So oh, is that at what? least yeah.
3: Oh well, right, well, you're gonna struggle for one year, but then you can gonna have all the medicinal, like, like what what niceties. Hey B, hey B, I got a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Forget about it. I got, it. I got, I got, got, it. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got a guy. What's a, I got a guy. Uh, marijuana has
2: always been legal, right? Yeah. Marijuana has always been legal if you're not an idiot. If you're not an idiot. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and by the way, I do not condone like drug
2: usage. Absolutely. Outside of marijuana, I absolutely it's, do. Especially for the young developing brain. No. But if you're a consenting adult, if go you're, bonkers. If you are 21 years or older in the
3: state of New Mexico, I absolutely am in support of you partaking. I would say 24 Okay, well, the law says 21. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who am I? I know what the law
2: is. But well, your brain... Breaking quits, uh, the law. Your Breaking brain, law. Your brain is soft until you're about 24, 25. So don't ruin it while it's growing. One day... But after that, start demolishing that mother. Mm.
3: 365 <laughs> days from today, right? So one year from today, I will do this radio show. I will leave the radio show. I will go see Eric Shane, and he'll pop every bone on my back. Nice. And then I'll smoke a Duber. Sweet interview, by the way. Thank you. That's pretty good, right? About that. And I'll spend the rest of the day in the hammock, and that'll be a good day.
1: You still have that on the balcony?
3: Dumbest question you've ever asked me.
1: Well, you've (laughs) never had me over your place. I would never know.
3: I've never had a single man over to my Mm -hmm. place.
1: Okay, fair enough.
2: He's only—I've known Fred for what is? You've been there thirteen years now. Dan's been there. Don't lie. I've been to his house twice, (laughs) literally twice. It's two more than me. What are you going to do at my house? (laughs) Fred lived with me.
1: You have have (laughs) if Nintendo sixty-four had you had? Oh, I left it at your house. No. You have it. You didn't bring it over. Chelsea brought hers over.
2: I think it's I think I think your sixty-four is in my trunk. First of all <laughs>
1: Really? Yeah, I think so, awesome. so. I'll take it.
2: Brandon, in radio, what we don't do is bring
3: up people not in radio. So no one knows who Chelsea is. <laughs> and then lastly No one
2: needs
1: to know.
3: Do you are you gonna go from the Jalen Hurts number two jersey to the Jalen Hurts number one jersey? Is that is that titillating to you? Do you need to have that?
2: Is that official? Did
3: he, he switch? Yeah, yes.
1: official. Take that, Mike Vick. Vic. Mm. Mike had a he seven. He was seven. hit seven. In Philadelphia? Cam, Cam, <laughs> Cam Newton had one. What did Vic have? Yeah, Vic had seven. Oh, he had seven.
3: one in Pittsburgh. When he played right. in Pittsburgh for, right. that's for a right. cup of coffee. Right. I apologize to the Vic fans out there. Ste-
1: well, the Steeler fans in general. There's a lot of Steeler fans out here. The Zach Gentry fan base and beyond.
2: It's an excellent point, actually. There's, there's a lot of that. Oh, that's right. Zach Gentry. Yeah, okay.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm into
1: that. Into that,
3: so you are going to get it. That's my. Cl- He's your favorite player. Who Jalen Hurts?
1: Oh, no, uh, I actually uh, a Steeler. I would consider uh, my favorite player uh, James Washington would be my favorite player going right now because covered him in high school. So cool to see him on the Wait, pros. That's
3: the son of Denzel Washington, star of that would
1: be jo- John David Washington. Oh yeah, uh, of Tenet. J D W. And what was the uh, the movie where he infiltrated the KKK? What movie was that?
2: Tenant, Black Klansman.
1: Black Klansman. Which is very good. Should have won the Oscar.
2: Another Spike Lee joint. The only one that didn't have Michael Rappaport in it.
3: <laughs> nice. Love Michael Rappaport.
2: I know you're a big fan of USA Basketball. Grant
3: Hill is replacing Jerry Colangelo as the managing director. Oh. Let me tell you what this means. Absolutely nothing.
1: No. Nothing. It runs no. itself. Yes.
2: Is uh, Mike Krizakowalewski still coaching? I, I believe that Mike <laughs> Wazowski is still currently... <laughs> <laughs>
3: How can you be so famous that all right, first of all, guys who would struggle to thought, vote actually, in Georgia? I thought
1: Popovich is taking over. Yeah. Is it oh, is is coach he? Pop
3: taking over? That would be something
1: special. I think he's oh, next Pop. in line. I just don't know if he's if he's up yet. He's been the assistant for years. Right.
2: The interim coach a couple times.
1: You don't do anything. Good stuff.
2: You don't like there's nothing to do when you're doing that. You didn't get to finish your Coach K couldn't vote in Georgia joke. No, he cannot. It was very good. I wish you would have just nailed that one home. Do you remember when? Uh, all right, so
3: the the greatest game never seen right is 1992, like the scrimmage of Team USA. Yes, you're familiar with this. Oh yes. my God. Okay. Oh my God.
1: They referred to it briefly in the Last Dance. Yes. Oh, did they? Mm-hmm. They did. And if
3: you remember, so the U.S. Olympic team was playing against guys like Grant Hill, Bobby Hurley at the time, uh-huh. Chris Webber, Lightner. Chris, oh, was well, Leitner was on the team, but they had brought in like all the best college players. Grant Hill was one of those college guys. Okay. Yeah, to where it's like...
1: Chris Weber definitely was in there, too. Yeah, yeah. And,
3: and again, Bobby Hurley has gone on to have like a tremendous Hurley, coaching Bobby career. Bobby
1: Hurley, yeah.
3: There's allegedly a video of it. It's allegedly been recorded. I've never I, seen I, it. I
1: think we saw clips of it.
3: Clips of in, it on in the last, last dance.
1: dance. Yeah. Yes, like small clips.
3: When that comes out... That's like a viewing party thing. That's a
1: movie in itself. Yeah, documentary in itself. If you, um, if you could so, get Michael Rappaport to do color commentary on it, right? I'd love that. I'd be open to that. So, yeah, so the college guys were taking it to the Dream Team. And, and like in the first half? Is that what it was? or, or they, No, they beat him. And then Michael Jordan got
2: very upset. Like like
1: they beat him the like a, a whole scrimmage game. Yeah. Like they ended up winning. And then, uh, yeah, MJ got pissed. Confirmation
3: then, from the text Sebastian Noel calling... The volleyball <laughs> ship today. So that's very exciting. Oh, he is. Cool. Yes. Awesome. Also, hashtag who's Adam. Nice. It's a little it's a little broadcast joke. Lil Nas X picks out this video, okay?
1: So Back Brand- to Lil Nas. No, Brand- Lil
2: Nas X is the opposite of Grant Hill. <laughs> <laughs> He's like bizarro Grant Hill, to be honest. <laughs>
3: If you can only watch one local sporting event today, Brandon, what are you oh, watching? Oh boy,
1: man, you're gonna really make me pick. That's I know. Well, I like to do this to you. I'm I'm going to the spring game. Okay, so I'll go spring game. Okay, nice. Yeah, I'm going to that for sure.
3: You missed very little spring practice thus far.
1: I missed a couple this week because the parents were in town. Yeah, the little bro the baby brother was in town. Yes, so I had some family time. I think I've missed two practices overall. Okay, of the fifteen.
2: <laughs> so dedicated to his craft. What's it like being committed committed, and talented and respected? Yeah.
3: What's it like whenever you walk in, people don't roll their
1: eyes?
3: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. So you're at the spring practice today alongside hundreds of Lobo fans.
1: Yeah, that'll be from noon to around two. And then, um, yeah, it's such a busy day, man. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, from the pit, University Stadium alone, those two are going to be busy all day. The three APS stadiums will be rocking today with the, the. It's the final week of high school football for the spring, so I mean we had some teams get four or five games in, and mm-hmm. then the least amount of the teams that were playing was about two or three. There was something got like one because um, numbers weren't high enough. Good for the kids to just get on the field a little bit. It's it's better than nothing. Right? It's what I think all, all all coaches have been kind of consistently telling me so that's been nice
3: we're grabbing a break we're coming back we're talking to sean watson today's varsity after that is uh multiple positions okay so today's varsity is multiple positions david busters presents abq central live from the talk abq studio powered by new mexico Pinion coffee 95.9 fm am 610 the sports animal back on the program Albuquerque's least eligible bachelor, Brandon Ortega, joins us. You're happily engaged. You're take, happily engaged. Taken. <laughs> How long you been H- with KOB? H- H- Becca's H- like, you better say that. <laughs> How long you been with KOB? Two years?
1: Three. Three years? Uh, Officially three. Oh my goodness. Officially three like today. Co- all right. Like today. Happy anniversary. Thank you. First wow! Bit, day day one was wow. with the wow. media day oh, with oh, the wow. isotopes. Oh, oh wow. yeah! I remember that. Wow! Oh, wow! Welcome to the city, guy.
3: <laughs> you sure? You sure so try you, the green chili.
2: Do you think you're going to go 3 Pete this That's, year? Yeah. back to back oh, to back.
1: And come on, guys. New Daniel? Mexico
2: broadcaster of come the year. On. You know how how hot you came into this city? You came in like Bobby Dalbick. Back to back, MVPs.
1: You I just, have. I just as long as someone from our sports office. Brings it home. That's all I care about.
2: That's Ruthian performance. Thank you. You
3: know who else has done back to back to back? Chris Berman when he makes a call at a home run derby. Uh huh. Nice. I got you.
2: Nice. Got I thought you were gonna say Deshaun Watson.
1: Oh. Uh,
2: guess that would be front to front to front. So so we're going into this. So he's it's up to twenty one. It's almost at twenty two. His his so, his lawyer says.
1: So guys, can we all agree if he, wasn't, a, if he wasn't the quarterback, he would have already been cut by now? Deshaun Watson or a yeah. superstar. Well, well if hold he wasn't up, and a superstar he'd be cut. If he wasn't a superstar, that's for sure.
3: What I want to do first of all is talk about allegations because these are
1: just allegations. allegations. Well, it's a lot though. Allegedly, it's it's one thing you have one or two, but that twenty one's a lot.
2: I, I love that his lawyer came out last week and he's like, one of these allegations are just absolute nonsense.
1: <laughs> it's like if Oh my god. you're
2: playing your hand too early. Yeah. You can't just say one of them
1: and at that point it was probably over a dozen already. Sure. Yeah.
2: The
3: quarterback has 21 civil suits alleging some element of sexual misconduct, ranging from harassment to assault. A 22nd woman has alleged uh, what she believed to be inappropriate behavior by Watson during a massage session. Uh, This is being reported by Sports Illustrated. Uh, And then an undisclosed criminal complaint against Watson has been filed with the Houston Police Department. Yeah. So, we out of the courtroom now. It's getting ugly.
1: The allegations itself are very ugly, and we know they're allegations- Yes. There's no proof Correct. of anything. It's all yeah. allegations at this point. But there's a, a pretty thorough investigation going on as far as far as I've been reading. 21's a lot. The lot, that's man. a lot.
3: Of sexual al- like Miss Cock. Right. That's a lot.
1: Of that sort of allegation, yeah. that is a lot. 21 isn't a lot of pennies.
2: No. That would be a that would be a, a small that would be less than a quarter of 20 pennies. 21 isn't a lot of M&Ms. Correct. Well, I mean that's still a handful.
1: How many M&Ms are in one bag? Sorry, hate I, think it's I an excellent hate to dive into the m M&M yeah. thing. Well, I think it's a
3: net weight thing. You're getting hungry
2: they, yeah. I'm totally going to Google that. But in a second. Uh,
1: no, it's but, getting uglier and uglier. The bigger this number gets, and, and it, it may be getting bigger as far as it seems.
2: I went to game four, the 2017 World Series, Flex. and Deshaun Watson was also there. I think I'm going to be the 22nd person in this loss. Oh, gosh. Oh, come on. <laughs> All
3: right, so I just Googled it. There are approximately two hundred and ten candies.
1: Oh, okay. that seems like so way too many. So that's one ten. What? No, and a seven that's ounce. Got to ba- be in a case
3: in a seven ounce bag. There's no way. Hundred. And There's got to be like
1: hundred and ten.
3: Mars Incorporated, the manufacturer of m and candies, states that there are approximately two hundred and ten candies in a seven ounce bag.
1: That should be your varsity today. Something with candy.
3: No, wait. Seven ounces is a lot. I know this because recently the state of New Mexico passed a new legislation that allows for marijuana.
1: Okay.
3: How many M&Ms in an inch? That's what I need to know. That's my new measuring status. Like
1: I need to, how many M&Ms long is this thing? Inch and M's? Thank you. So are we talking like the milk chocolate ones or the peanut?
2: Oh, I was going by peanut. That's what I was going by. There might be 210 Hold up. in a big bag. You guys think that peanut about- is the default M&M? I can talk and talk oh, 100%. It. Yeah. Yeah. For, yeah. Me,
1: for me, yeah. For Yeah. You
3: two lovers, turn your microphone off I'll for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. you think when the boys in, in when when the boys in blue went to fight World War II and and the Mars Company was giving them M and M's for their rationing boys that they were packing them with
1: peanuts? Do you guys even Hopefully. even consider allergies? There's, there's some protein in that, um, but no, yeah, some people are allergic to that stuff. I respect that. Call them doughboys in World War One. Mm. They're called doughboys. The amount of M and M's on both of your computer screens is hilarious right now. <laughs> a
3: lot of research going in here. So, with the criminal investigation, the NFL has to do something. Correct.
2: Yes. Yeah.
1: And, and, you know, and this is a perfect. You know who else capability. needs to
2: do something? The Houston Police Department. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is one of those things that's going to drag on for quite some time, especially because it would have dragged on if it was one or two allegations. Yeah. Twenty-one. It's going to drag. It's not even gonna. The investigation's not even going to be over until like the NFL season's over. It's going to take so long for them to go through all this stuff. Can you imagine? And then the NFL is going to drag it because that's what they always do. Can you imagine getting a
3: class action sexual misconduct suit? Because that's what this is.
1: However many it takes, I don't know how many it take how many uh, to qualify for that.
3: And Roger Goodell doesn't have to know if he's guilty or not at this point.
1: Got to save face. Well, that's what it. That's what they always do.
3: Yeah, isn't that the verbiage quote may have violated? Unquote. Sure, that's the verbiage. I think
1: it's an ugly look, man. No matter what, no matter what way, no matter what way you draw it up, this is an ugly situation for the Texans, for Deshaun Watson, for the NFL. Thank you, Dad. Aw,
2: shut out, Ned. Appreciate wow. you, buddy. And he's a good dude. You Yeah, you're,
3: thinks you're pretty good, huh? Thinks you're pretty good, little broadcaster, huh? Ned's a good
1: dude. Well, wait, I mean, see, we're I, bringing he, in I the heavy hitters. Ned. I gotta see. I haven't seen Ned at spring lately.
3: The thing that I enjoy the most, whenever we get callers that like compliment us, which is every single day of the entire show,
2: <laughs> is but also,
3: but also, <sighs> is whenever you are in studio. We get like unique compliments. Like, they're like, hey, we like that this is actually a sports show
2: <laughs> for a few segments at a time.
3: <laughs> I told the story on air last right. week or a week ago when we were at the YMCA and you were recognized by a fan and how your cheeks hurt
2: from smiling.
1: And, ha- and, <laughs>
2: Yeah. By, by the way, I I never know if Vital's just in the yeah. ear or he's yeah. also on air. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Because he's he's an active participant in yeah. our show. Right. But he's producing. Right Sometimes now. he's okay. just in our ear. So and while he was in our ear, he said, "Ex Lobo Ned James." Ned James called in and, and sung our praises. So there's a little more so Brandon's than ours. It obviously, but also ours. What a nice guy. Shout out Ned. Thank you so much. Thank you, and, Ned. And what we'll we... get you on soon. What we have in here is similar to
3: when you were growing up at your grandma's house and she would do like your inches on the door frame as you got older. We do little notches for compliments. Yes. So let's add another little notch.
2: Well, We're going to have to raise the roof. There,
3: right? That's what I'm talking about, big dog. So we're at the Y and a fan of Brandon Ortega's recognizes him at the Y. Only person to recognize me
2: all of 2021. <laughs> that's, there's no way that's accurate.
1: Yes. I don't get recognized. That's, that doesn't happen. I'm not a weather guy. Weather guys are the ones, and Tessa. (laughs) Yes, our main anchor, Tessa Mentes, the great Tessa Mentes. No, I don't get recognized. I I blend in, man. I I look like a lot of people. That's fair. I don't really stand out. What is it like being like Hispanic? You're the
3: third of like the three amigos at the news station, obviously, and you're the third of the three amigos here. Like, what do you think you'll ever get? Like, in your, the point in your life where you're, like, the head honcho?
1: Never.
2: Oh gosh. Oh, oh that's God. <laughs> that's completely untrue. Earlier we were talking about slumming it, yes, to win awards. <laughs> so like, uh, you just you just got your award from Ned James. He called in and said how amazing you are. It's in, it's in the bag. But see, you had to slum it and come down here to get that recognition.
1: Happy to come here and do. So it.
2: I'm I'm kidding. We're the best show yeah. on the planet.
3: When you know, like, tomorrow's Easter, right? Yeah. And I consider this trio like the holy trinity. Mm. Sure. This is the father, the for, son.
1: Three amigos for sure. Yeah,
3: and Brandon Ortega.
1: I think I would be the holy trinity. So Ghost. of uh, of the three amigos in the movie, who yeah. would we be? You're obviously Chevy Martin, Chase, Chase called it. Oh, I was gonna <laughs> I was gonna go use Steve Martin. <laughs> oh, okay. Chevy Chase, Martin Short.
3: And because of your size. Because of the shortness.
1: I just yeah. yeah I've been referred to Martin Short whenever that scenario comes up. Physically, of, of, of any trio, I'm always Martin Short.
3: Yeah. And even in like in trios that don't involve Martin Short, they're like, but if Martin Short was in Ghostbusters, <laughs> that's the one you would have been. Yeah. And like Rick Moranis was in that. Like, there's a guy that physically he wasn't speaking, a Ghostbuster though. Well, he still represents you, but
1: right? No, uh, Aykroyd. Keep going, Ramus.
3: God, you're about to struggle so bad after these two.
1: Okay, well, Eddie.
2: Okay. See. <laughs> uh huh. Bill Murray.
1: Bill that's, Murray. Yep. Bill Murray.
2: What's up, Howard? Real quick
3: before we grab a break, friend of the show, my absolute favorite one, if we're being honest. Howard joins us. Good morning, Howard. How are you?
4: Good morning, gentlemen. I'd like to start my call off by saying the views and opinions on my express are not necessarily those of ABQ Central or Brandon Ortega. I, thank so, you. Having said, I, I just want to make it, make sure we were good. Go ahead. So, um,
2: Feel free now.
4: Said that you, you guys have notches for your compliments?
2: <laughs> I mean, we're weird, right? Like, well, you know, Fred I, and I, Vander. I dated, Why? How does that? How, how time, does that possibly surprise you? You listen to the show. So I'm sorry. I, you I, know,
4: I go ahead, Howard. I dated a girl that had notches on her headboard one time, but compliments. You know, that's a story for a different day. Yeah, it's but you know, she wasn't necessarily necessarily take home to meet mom material. So you know, she ain't but, talking uh, about
2: the game. She's talking about practice. That's Howard. what she's talking about.
4: Yeah, uh, pra- she's talking about practice. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> So uh, your obsession with the new marijuana bill, uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a little concerned about their, that today, Van.
2: Well, I think it's more on Fred, to be honest, because well, I've, I, I've Fred, had enough. Okay, there we go. It doesn't matter if weed's legal or not to me now. I've had enough to last a lifetime. But Fred is very excited because his <laughs> whole life, he's been waiting for it to be legal to try it. He
1: wants to do it by the book.
2: Yeah, he's a by-the-book guy.
4: Yeah. Oh, you can get it in a book there now? There you go. <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> well, let me ask you, Brandon, are you still there? Yes, sir. You know, Brandon, what happened? Did the wife, like, uh, want to start washing windows this morning? and You ran out of the house and said, I need to help out the guys on ABQ Central, babe. <laughs> I got I, I to go. You I know? got the permission slip happened? signed.
1: I did get a permission slip signed to get out before work hours. Uh, I brought my dad with me also. I'd like to say that. My mom and dad have been in town all week, and dad loves Fred and Van, so I brought dad along with me to, to do something uh, out of the ordinary for him Idiot. to hang out and do some sports radio. So it's, it's a family thing today. We talking about Steve? Talking you're, about the great Steve Ortega. There you
4: go. Your contributions are certainly appreciated. And Van and Fred, I listen to them faithfully every Saturday. Thank you. You guys have a great weekend. Happy Easter. You too. Thank you,
2: Howard. Appreciate you, Howard. What a lovely
3: gentleman. We're gonna grab one last break when we get back. Today's varsity. Yeah. All right. Multiple positions is today's varsity. Game Busters presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ (laughs) studio. Fire by New Mexico Pinyon Coffee, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program, and we've had a lot of fun today. A big thank you to Eric Shane, who joined us, talking about all the different Kyle practices going on here in Albuquerque. Also, our final hour, we've shared with star TV and radio. Okay, I'll be sorry. I'm Brandon Ortega. Brandon, thank you so much for
2: coming out today.
1: Love you guys, man. It's always fun it's always my favorite
2: day when brandon's here
1: it's been too long i haven't seen you guys in two days for opening day that was a blast wasn't it oh yeah
2: we we see each other do we put
1: anything on social media about that i did
2: you did i did okay on the on the i
1: I tagged talk abq yeah everything's all the the screens in the patio
2: oh sweet everything is at talk abq i am poor at social media today's varsity
1: yeah
3: yeah up your up your social media game I need to try harder you literally at everything in your life just try man if you just tried like you you're right I think you're right yeah thank you John Wooden
1: pyramid of success
3: you know when you're like mean you're in full-on depression and then like someone's like just snap out of it you're like oh come oh thanks I'm cured
2: I didn't think about that cool
3: today's varsity multiple positions okay so that's today's varsity so I will lead with the obvious one thank you Deion Sanders. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Deion Sanders could play corner and outfield. I got one. Okay. Bo Jackson. Yes. Very good. That's a good one because he played... Multiple sports. Okay. You don't know. What? You don't know a position he played in football.
2: Running back. All right. You do know. So I have my obvious one. Okay. For multiple positions. It's the Kama Sutra. Okay so
1: you've taken my entire we were, joke we were, we were eventually <laughs> going there might as well get it out of the way <laughs>
2: uh, i knew it was gonna be your joke i had to steal it uh, early okay
1: so then a lot of positions i'll go back on yoga
2: okay downward dog yoga is very good it's a very good answer we're on a roll here a lot of positions so when you first said it i was like what
1: but then i thought about it, I'm like oh okay, okay, okay i got this i got this
3: so i was gonna go with page 56 I was going to go with page 91, <laughs> and I was going to go with pages 38 through
2: 43. Oh, so, those are good ones. Those th- are solid. Duh. Yeah. Duh. Those are very solid. Those as far as position. I'm a big page 137 guy. Uh-huh. I don't have the flexibility for it anymore, but mm-hmm. I still I still try.
3: Uh, how about this? Uh, after the big blind?
2: <laughs> yeah. You're in first position. I think
3: that's a good one. It's very good. So that's a good one.
1: Okay, I'm going to pivot over to music. Oh, yeah. Okay. Dave Grohl. Drums. And guitar, multiple,
2: okay. Multiple
1: positions. and singing
3: and singing and singing. singing. Tambourine. Yeah.
2: He
1: plays a mean tambourine. Phil, oh. Phil Collins.
3: Yeah. Film director. Well, uh-huh. I mean, back to Dave Grohl. I mean, the Phil Collins thing kind of screwed that up. But yeah.
1: he also does drums and in every instrument as well. Phil Collins. Uh, how about Paul, someone? Ma- Paul McCartney does too.
2: Someone who is very passionate about politics. It's a lot of positions. Okay. There. Yeah.
3: Okay, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Charles Woodson. Okay.
2: Mm, what positions? Well, well, he was all pro at both corner and safety. Okay, yeah.
3: that's fair. So okay. I, I think that's a good Also played wide receiver in college. They are different the positions. Yes. yes.
1: They are different positions. Yeah. They are
3: very much different positions.
1: Um, Taysom Hill.
3: That's always the answer, so that's, yes.
2: I was saving that one for last. Yeah, that's thank very you. good.
3: Yeah. Are you – okay, so say you're taking a long flight across the country. You have to win in coach –
2: regularly you shift a lot
3: yeah there's multiple positions mm. then um yeah. so i would say that is one okay how
2: about like a ceo of a company okay on your way up you gotta have a lot of positions okay good yeah
3: um big spoon and little spoon i think both
2: of those are good it strong
1: yeah because more of a, a like a tag team it's more of like a duo because they're two different spoons how many positions are involved in this too. hmm interesting but there's two P pe- there's two pieces creating what you're talking about yes I'm not mad I think that'd be more of like a dynamic duo sort of thing how That's about a child
2: in an uterus Wow Yes. A lot of positions. A lot of positions.
3: We, we're talking about In Utero?
2: Yeah, In Utero. Right? As far
3: as albums go, I would put it near the top.
2: It's a good one. It's a, good a one. very good it's one. The best but, Nirvana um, album? Yeah, I would go Unplugged actually. Nevermind?
1: Nevermind though. Yeah. I'm a big uh. That's my favorite. Unplugged guy. If we sure, don't Nevermind's my favorite. If we don't mention Bleach, then what are we even talking about? Mm, Nirvana albums, there's so many good ones to choose from. All of them. There's not good. so many because of the... That's true. Was there four? Tragic passing. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Kurt Cobain. So many good songs, though. Yeah,
2: so babies flip around a lot in the belly. Yeah. That's the point du- where... Julian to always had
1: it. his his hands over his face, oh, but he was smart. always in different positions. He's be a boxer. Yeah it, was, yeah, it looked like he was getting ready to, <laughs> to spar when he was in there. You look like
3: a boxer. Familiar with the squatty potty?
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I think that would just be one of two positions but still i mean it'd be
1: multiple uh basketball you could go magic johnson played all positions in his five in his rookie year yeah
2: played all five all five positions how about a day trader yeah that's a good one you got a lot of stock positions
3: that's a really good one okay what you want to be is just like in the best position
2: good program today how about your emotions Okay. A lot of dispositions. So you went oppo? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is this
1: Green Day we're hearing?
3: I would never be able to tell you the name of any music that I tell it's Green. I think
1: it's Green Day. I don't believe you're correct. Yeah, I can tell by the drumming. Called it. Mike uh, said it's Green Day. It is Green Day. I win. Brandon,
2: thank you. Thank you, boys. Van, any final words? Oh, too much for the time allotted, my friend. Good job, everyone. GG. See you next week, Burke.